Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Like Bishop and Cable yep. to introduce the freshmen to the X Men. 
11, we do it in the dark, like we used to do it in the park, for the most part, for the very second that the show starts, you witness and compose off, think Mozart, huh? The love received so far has been so hard. There's a few dudes to run, but they medulla, they sharp, man, they so soft. Don't be thrown off any Zolar. Avoid them at all costs, like raccoons or skunks. But back to the regular scheduled program. The program is sponsored by Seven Heaven. What else in hell can you get an open line to heaven at 11-11? Emerge at the other end of those meditation portals and elevated walk tools. Even some abort tools. Any questions, comments, or concerns? Press one. For everyone else, thanks for attending another session. I'm pleased to teach, but it's an honor to learn. Certainly, courtesy of KTL University. Oh, please don't be frightened. I'm terribly sorry about this. You are. Peace, peace, family. Peace, peace to you and yours. This is Nova Ledge Radio, and you are now rocking with the best. This is your host, Brother Blue Pill. All right? I'm going to be joined momentarily by my co-host. I believe he's in the building, so let's not prolong the festivities. With no further ado, hold on. Peace. Peace, peace, peace. Peace to the family. Peace to you and yours. Welcome to Know the Less Radio. This is your brother, Red Pill, reporting live and direct from the land of flowers. We out here. We out here. We in Miami. I'm in the MIA. Okay. I'm here with KT, the arts degree. Hold on. What's good? What's good, people? KT, the arts degree in the building. It is. Land of flowers where the real herbs grow. You know what I'm saying? And the flowers. <laughs> And the flowers. Flower Depot. You know, Hold on. Start, start to make some. Hold on. Huh? Huh? What you say? What'd you say? What'd you say? I didn't hear you. I said that Southern Amexum, that's the northernmost, I mean, that's the southernmost tip. You know, geological studies have already shown that um that area is identical to Kibulon. Otherwise yes. known as Africa for the family. Yeah, yeah. Um, Not only did they do that, but they've actually there's articles uh, where they found pieces of Africa underneath Florida. That was the most recent article. It's all Googleable, and when you look at the map and when you look at the planet or you look at the, the continents and you see that they're basically like Lego blocks that fit into each other. So, yeah, we're in Northwest Africa right now, you know, on a day like this, powerful day. You know, uh, a day that has double meanings to us. You know what I'm saying? Today happens to be the prophet's birthday, Noble Drew Ali's birthday, Islam. Born day. It's born day. Let's get it right. Born day. Right. It's Earth's born day. Strong. His early return. Strong. Yes. And today also happens to be our anniversary on Know the Ledge. All right? 
Know the Ledge Radio. Facts. All facts. You feel me? So, uh, you know, it's just it's, it's beautiful to be here in the land of flowers on the eve of a beautiful lecture that's going to be taking place uh, out here in Miami, in Liberty City of all places. Shout out to Liberty City. Shout out to Carroll City. Shout out to Overtime. We were just out there. Shout out to Wynwood. We were just out there, Design District. We're on the beach right now. Oh, hold on. Make a, uh, your next left. Yeah. 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 This is live, family. This is live. Don't get along. This is live. Yeah, traveling man. Hashtag navigator. You know what I'm saying? Hashtag. I'm everywhere, you know, but that's how it's supposed to be. And, um, you know, the significance of being on the eve of a lecture that will be featuring every member of our family that is out there, Katie, the arch degree, Mama Pill, Red and Blue Pill, you know, um, speaks volumes because it is definitely on the, on the eve or on the day of our sixth cycle, you know, it feels like completion. Does it not? Blue? I mean, you know, it always seems to sneak up on us. We have plans just like we had for our 40th to do something monumental coinciding with this particular anniversary. But me personally and you as well, we're in a seven-year. And seven years are reflective. You know, it's about... um, internalizing, and we're also in a retrograde, and that also is about internalizing. It's about being um, still reflective and, you know, planning, charting and coursing out, you know, what's up ahead. And, of course, here on KTL, there's some monumental things that are up ahead. And, um, you know, this is how we're laying the foundation with this lecture and many more to come. It's a family affair and our mission, our message, our movement is health and wellness, you know, and that's what we're bringing to the world and we're honored to be setting it off this cycle here in Miami, like you said, on this auspicious weekend with so many things line up perfectly. So, you know, I'm I'm beyond honored I'm beyond um, just humbled to to still be here, you know what I'm saying, to still be on these airwaves, to still have a relevant message, Um, not because, you know, I'm just saying there's new things happening every day. So the message remains relevant. The platform remains necessary. I can be doing something else tonight. You know what I'm saying? I still got a pack. I got a flight at the break of dawn. So, you know, Friday evenings is really where the sacrifice comes in. You know what I'm saying? This is something that you really have to want to do, to sacrifice and give up every Friday evening to do it. You know what I'm saying? This is when we used to slide off and slide out, you know what I'm saying, and paint the town red and blue. Like, this is the fact that it. It officially started and went down. Like, if we was in MIA, we'd be... Couldn't kick that weekend off on the... Out of wet willies, yeah. We had to victoriously enter into Saturn 
already with the, uh, you know what I'm saying? Friday with night, the yeah. This is, this is always the night when we touch down and Easter we, and this is what got the party started, you know what I'm saying? So, Blow you there. Might be having some technical difficulties. Give the brother a minute. I'm sure that he'll be calling right back in. But in the meantime, family, peace everybody that's in the building tonight. Um, love and light. If you could do me a favor and share some of the links on the social networks, your social media networks, Twitter, Instagram, uh, shit, Snapchat it if you got to, you know, Facebook, uh, LinkedIn. You know, I mean, people everywhere. So uh, do that. Pass the link around. I appreciate it. Yes, indeed. There is a link on Facebook. There's a a pic on Instagram. I'm sure that the tweet went out as well because it's synchronized to these platforms. Spread the word. Let them know we in the building. Definitely have something special for you this evening. Uh, Earlier today, I also had the privilege of being invited over to the Thor Ministries radio hosted by Brother Sharif. You know what I'm saying? My brother Sharif is over there and had an amazing time, man. I, if nothing else, family, like, I'm oh, Brother Sharif was there? Huh? Brother Sharif was in, um, was in that, the city? Yeah, Brother Sharif from Syracuse, no. Oh, okay. Which one? Make Other that brother clear. Sharif from Atlanta, yes. Oh, okay. Yes, Thor Ministries, right there on Blog Talk. Um, I'll get the link and drop it in the chat, you know what I'm saying? But I'm sure the brother's going to come through this evening to highlight the people as well. You know, I, I am just as much a fan of knowledge and information as anyone else who tunes into this this, this episode, these platforms, you know what I'm saying? I'm just as much as a student, just like I said in the, in the intro song, as I am a facilitator. I wouldn't even call it a teacher per se. You know, we facilitate over here. We 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 keep the university up and running, you know, and bring other professors and teachers through and scholars and what have you. Yeah, um, yes, yeah. I don't profess to be a scholar, you know what I'm saying? I'm just the creator of the theorem of the law of forty four. I live with that. Yes, yes. Yeah, I could I can live with that. I live with that. I'm just a vendor. Huh? I'm just a vendor. Yeah, my brother just sells shirts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm the guy in the back. Yeah. I'm the guy in the back of the room. That's me. The guy in the back of the room. Every Wednesday, that's who he is. Right? Don't get it twisted. So, yeah, KT is the legend. And Mama Pill, we already know. Mama Pill got some fire, some heat rock they just dropped on a UGR radio, a UGR TV for that matter, YouTube, that's Black Magic 363, Brother Richard's channel. Did an amazing interview with her. And, you know, just her plain talk, you know what I'm saying, just the way that she cuts through with with with, with simple logic. You feel me? Just her laid back, her, her, her you know, her just... Like a laid back automatic, it just it cuts through, but it's just laid back. So she got some 
She has some build that's worthy of your time, worthy of your attention, worthy of your intellect over on Black Magic 363. That's the YouTube channel that Brother Rich has over there. He also put up a video by my brother Oba. Oba's in the building. Saw Oba last night. He can't wait to get on the platform. He's been following the shows, and he's patiently waiting for his opportunity to make up, you know, for the last opportunity uh, that we we programmed the show for him. But nonetheless, you know, as the days accumulate, so does information and knowledge. So in the words of Nearly Fuller, I'm still learning. So this morning, or this afternoon, on the Brothers program, I, I got a, a, you know, a wealth of information pertaining to what we've been talking about on this platform about the spectrum of light. You know, we are only accessing, you know, 2% of the visible spectrum. There's 98% left that we don't see. And that's how it is with this information. That's how it is with these situations, situations, incidents that we are observing. There's so much contextual um, aspects and, and, and angles and, you know, facets and what have you. Just think of a diamond, right? You can look at a diamond one way, but you start spinning it, you're going to see all different sorts of, you know, uh, uh, arrays and, you know, um, lasers and ARs and facets and what have you. That's how this information is. That's how one, that's how many angles one incident can have. You know what I mean? It's multi-contextual. So I got a lot of different variations on me this evening or this afternoon for that matter and it, it made my mind expand. It expanded me in consciousness. It grew me up, you know. So I'm always appreciative when I could be in a classroom and, and learning. And I, I would suspect that that's what people come here for. I I see people, like I was on the train last night going to the studio, and a brother got on the train. He was like, you the guy from YouTube? I was like, I've been on YouTube and he jumped in the seat next to me and just started inter- not interrogating me, but, like, asking me all of the questions, I guess, that he's been holding on to all of this time, looking at these videos or these channels, but not being able to interface and interact. And this was real-time information because the questions he was just asking me, I just came from an interview with Oba, hearing him build and expound on these things, so I was able to speak a little bit more with authority and send him to a master who can really help him in his travels and on his ways because he's really seeking, you know what I'm saying? The the, yeah. the videos woke now he's seeking. He wants to go to the next level. And the homies had got on the train, you know what I'm saying? Ray Ray and them, you feel me? Uncle Dragon. Yeah, they was zooted, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, they was zooted. They was, like, nodded out in a zombie state, you know, but when they started hearing that information, huh? It was on them Percocet. They might have been on the Perkies or something. You know what I mean? Because, shit, you know, the bottom lip was dripping low. You know, the the knuckles was dragging, but they started hearing this light, and they just started raising up. You feel me? Like, I kept seeing them look, you know, and every time I looked, they would look away. Until I was like, yo, like, you know what I'm saying? If you have any questions, also feel free to ask. This is not, this ain't a secret society. Like, you feel me? I'm, I'm building with him openly on the train. 
these euros is air hustling, you should get some of this too. Uh, yeah. So wagon jacking. You know, I'm I'm just I'm just in a very blissful state, you know, to still be here and have the opportunity to do what it is that we do. There's a lot that needs to um, be modified in, in, in regards to the business approach. Family, I never went to business school. I never had a business class a day in my life, and not too many people that I know. I'm not ashamed to say that it, it's kind of shameful once we think about it in totality, but I don't know too many people, you know what I'm saying, with advanced courses in business. So a lot of what it is that we're providing by way of product and services, we're learning on our own. You know what I'm saying? We're learning on the fly. And um, when we come to this platform, this is not something that we come here to make money for. We're criticized for that. You know what I'm saying? We're talked about, uh, uh, you know, very foul, underneath people's breath in the community because, you know, we 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 don't got a Bentley off of block talk. And they, they feel that there's ways to do it. And I'm sure that there is, and there's nothing wrong with coming to these for, forums and, and formats and making your bread. My brother over at the Thor Ministry does it very well. Yusuf L. does it very well. How they do it, I applaud that. Those are services that the community, that the world needs, and they're able to package it in a way and make it available, I think what we do is something different as a university and as the pillars who open doors to allow other people to come in here, have our products and services, but we don't overburden this program with that. So we get criticized for that. Look, you should have a commercial on every five minutes. I'm like, I think I know the people, the people think I, you know, I think the people know what we do. You know, sogobiz.com, mypowerpieces.com, if you don't know. Ocean14corp.com is still under construction. I had to shut a site down and remodify it for shipping purposes, you know, and that that was out of integrity for the customer. You know what I'm saying? So there's sacrifices that have to be made. So we don't come here to make money. I damn sure spend money to make sure that this platform is still up and operating. Over these six years, there's been very few people who have contributed, you know, by way of, you know, how much does it cost to keep the lights on every month? You know what I'm saying? That comes very few and far between. Um, Shout out to Patrice. Shout out to a brother named Chris. You know what I'm saying? Um, Shout out to my brother Jerome, you know. Uh, Shout out to my brother Ray. You know what I'm saying? These are people who have actively participated in making investments in these machines and these platforms, you know, and these businesses and these companies and these entities, people that are not afraid to see us win because they know that we will always provide a way for the family to win as well. You know what I'm saying? How could you look at individuals such as us that do this for free and provide priceless information and have made many people come through, who come through these gates rich with their products and services, how would you gather that a person like us with an abundance of material wealth wouldn't spread that? I would hoard, we would hoard it from where? So, but this is the, 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 the true test and the travels and the journeys of the Abedji. 
you know, who we are, the magical twins and the spiritual systems. And we're still getting a, a, a thorough, concrete knowledge of that and what these things um, pretty much uh, entail. Play blog talk this month. It was $100, so if you want to donate, pmorpheus at gmail.com is where you sent your contributions and your donations. This is six years strong. I can't even begin to think about the shows in the archive. And it's a travesty that there's so many people that have recently came into consciousness that don't know about these archives. They know Red Pill from Sonetta TV, and they know Blue Pill from Brother Rich's channel, you know what I'm saying, or Facebook or Instagram or wherever they've seen us. But there's a body of work out there, family, that is as deep as the ocean. You know, there's pearls at the bottom of that ocean. You should dive in. Go get you some while it's still available, okay? So you go to Google and you just type in Older Ledge Radio. Once you go to the Blog Talk page, there's an archive there with over 600-plus episodes, okay? And tonight is the inaugural six-cycle episode, you know? Last year, we took a brief hiatus from Blog Talk Radio. Okay? You want to talk about it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we could definitely touch on that because that wasn't necessarily discussed. You know, we took a hiatus. We didn't say, hey, guys, we're about to take a hiatus or, you know, we didn't prepare the family. We didn't didn't give them Fair warning this time, but we have been saying since the fourth year cycle that we need a we need a little break, we need a little hiatus. It's, it's coming at some point, and it never really yeah. came. No, this was like since 2012, it never came. It was like 2012, you know, yeah. Still alive, we we, you know, we kept it open, kept the doors open, kept banging. You feel me? It, 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 yes, sir. We never. We the dedication was there, time tested, like. Why else were we showing up if it wasn't for the people? This is not where we come and we make our bread at. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This is where we come to spend money to share information for free with the rest of the world. Facts. You know, for the most part with no compensation. I mean, the adoration and all of that is cool. But I can't get that. I can't, you know, I can't pass that to the right of me and feed the baby with that. You know what I'm saying? Baby can't eat that. Barbershop right there. Baby can't eat that. No, remember Belly? Baby can't eat these books. Books. Baby can't eat that. You know, you know, my nephew is honored to, he knows who we are in the community. He grew up on the Lexus circuit. He knows the best of the best of them. You know, he done done none at all, done seen it all. He got a longer track record than most people in the community. In terms of right. <laughs> participation know, in lectures, yeah, he's he been at some so classics he, you know, that you probably seen on YouTube and wish you were there. He's been right there, front and center, eight years straight. Yeah, but my, my nephew's of age at this point where he understands compensation, where he understands, you know, what people are 
duly deserving of when he put in work because he follows sports figures and things of that nature. The people that our community might criticize, you know, he understands the reward system, things that they are on that court for a trophy, playing as a team, and everybody is helping one another win. You know what I'm saying? He sees DJ Khaled on Instagram talking about winning another one, the keys to success, you know? So because of the sportsmanship, you know what I'm saying, factor, he's very keen in regards to how team players treat one another. He's old enough to know that this shit is not a team. This shit is more like a scheme. So he asks us questions like, what's up with these niggas? You know? Facts. So if my nephew could see it, if my nephew could see that this shit is full of baloney, phony, and how much his father and his uncle give the community, you know what I'm saying? And there's little to no compensation. There's no reward system. And he's like, yo, like these people is talking about people saving their lives and they're the you know, the resistance and all of this shit, like that shit gotta be funded. You know, he's been to uh <laughs> you know, sports games well, this, that he sees with, with, with events that are funded look like. Vince McMahon fun. These people yeah, Vince McMahon fun. and Roman Reigns and he see what the WWF and the WWE doing. Then he see his boy Carmelo with them. You know. Yeah. He's just you know, he he's he's eight years old. And, you know, I can now see how parents lose their children when participating in consciousness. Because there's a there's a, a laundry list of parents whose children never followed them in that quote-unquote struggle or the movement and things of that nature. Right? Yeah, they, they criticize the teacher again. You know how this community is. They're going to find a way to spin it, pee on your head. So they be like, yo, his message must be lame or, you know, I don't know if that shit works because his child didn't find. No, the child sat around long enough to see that he was surrounded by grease balls. That he was surrounded by grown men who can't do for self. They want to be told what to do, you know what I'm saying, but are not willing to die, you know what I'm saying? They put their lives on the line for something that they believe in. Not one He's old enough to know that he could turn on TV and be like, yo, why them niggas crying all the time? Like, those is a bunch of sissies, you know? Keep keep talking about Oregon. Again, find something that you're willing to die for so you can come alive. Know what it feels like. Stop pointing fingers. They yeah, don't hate they you. Willing to die. Yeah. What you willing to die for? What you willing What you love so much that you're willing to die for it, or you willing to kill for it? Because that's what you know that you're willing to live for it. That's what you know that once you know that, then you know that you're willing to live for it. Okay. One don't go without the other necessarily. If you love something, you'll defend it to death. Bottom line. So 
Love is a word that gets abused and thrown around in this community. You can't love nobody if you don't love yourself. And this system is devised in a way in which you can't possibly know what love is. Nearly Fuller said it best. There's no such thing as love for black people because nobody's free. And if you're free, maybe as an individual and your people ain't free, how do you know love? How? Most people in relationships talking about, I love you. How could you possibly love that person? You don't know what love is. You can't exercise love under racism, white supremacy. It's impossible because you can't defend her even if you wanted to with your life. Nigga, you're going to jail or you're going to get murked. You are at the mercy of these motherfuckers. Love what? Love will not compel you to march. Tell you to have sit-ins and die-ins. That's not love. That ain't love. Love won't compel you to turn the other cheek. You know? Love makes a man stand up and put his chest out and his fist up and say, cross that line. Yeah, that's so bug. It's, it's some Israel. <laughs> we right here on Lincoln Road. It's, some, it's about 20 of them across the street. I lie to you not. <laughs> Cross the line. Shout out to my Hebrew Israelites, man. That's right. My brothers. My brothers. My brothers. <laughs> No. So, you know. But yeah, that's real talk. We, we, we ain't going to do the um, passing the hat around thing and the six-year cycle. I never was really much for it anyway, so I don't really put myself do, yeah. in that that's place. I mean. You know what I'm saying? But I read comments and shit, you know what I'm saying? When Red be talking, it's going to be like, <laughs> I mean, get into it. But I've devised a plan, and I'm going to implement that plan, and it's going to be something worthy and worthwhile, and it's ahead of the curve. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's advanced. It's not just the same old, same old. So, you know, I believe in, I mean, you work for your dollars. You know what I'm saying? So, Earn your keep. always, man, willing to put in the I mean, work. I we just, you know, we, 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 take we this for instance. Like, I saw, I saw a video with, Brother Polite on Brother Rich's channel, right? And mm-hmm. Brother Polite told Brother Rich, you got 100,000 subscribers. If they gave uh-huh. you dollar a month, okay, in 12 months you'd be a millionaire. How hard is that? Mm-hmm. How hard is that? Yeah, now it's the problem. dollar a month. A dollar. Mm-hmm. A dollar. And, of one course, you're going to have to we're just gonna give them $10, so they'll compensate for the other 10 because out of 100,000, you'll say probably, let's say 70,000 participated. 
and was on it. You know what I mean? Like, yo, this is something we could do. I want to make mm-hmm. this brother millionaire. He deserves it. This is what we're talking about in terms of funding our Aboriginal media. You feel me? How else is it done? But, you know, for some reason, these economic models don't seem to stick in small minds. And I don't want to be disrespectful to anybody on the phone that's listening. You know, I'm talking about our people, though. You mean the collective? Petty hustlers. We do petty business. You know what I'm saying? And we see the world through petty eyes. Yeah, family. In order for anything to change, in order for any results outside of, you know, the results that you may see if you watch, like, you know how they be having those 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 movies that took place in the 60s, the niggas, be, you know, like the help or the butler where there's, like, small triumphs. You know, you get a job or, you know, these outdated modalities, these outdated... Uh, Examples of what a winner is supposed to look like winning or, you know, what what winning even is. Because most of the movies that they show are people, you know, usually winning is getting the approval of the Western society. Or, you know, it's, it's always something speaking, Western civilization and Western culture. And that's just a window dressing for racism, white supremacy. You know. Yeah. So or as we as 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 the brother said on the program as well, because it was clinically diagnosed that really what it is is a medical clinical condition called white inferiority complex. That's really what it is. You know what I'm saying? No, and I and yeah, so, and I I speak of that. Sans as well. the colorable terms, I apologize, family, but you know what I'm talking about. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So in order to enact any form of change that's going to be effective, we have to begin to think or we have to begin to visualize doing something different because what do they say about doing the same thing and expecting different results? Okay? Huh? They say that is a sign of insanity. Uh, Yes. You know, uh, neurotic disorder. So we have to begin to implement different approaches. Four hours. We we actually we have we have to begin implementing new approaches and uh, yes yes sir yeah because we're in a technological era right now because we are in the electrified age family because we're in a new day and age a new time what we have the opportunity to do because of that is we have the opportunity to utilize this technology, this modern, and it's, it's, it's dealing with the now. They said to live in the now, right? You have to live in the now. You have to be present in the present. So to be present in the present, you should be able to utilize whatever technology, right, or whatever tools or resources that are available in the now in order to enact something that will yield or, uh, a different result. Because the same, because we're, uh, we're trying to do stuff and it's not working anymore because it's so analog, and this shit is so digital right now that, you, you know, you, 
these these late they, these late blossoming Negroes are gonna try to come with ten years later. They're gonna try to say, yo, the evolution will be digitized. Family, we just came back from a triple. You know what I mean? Like, no, do it right now. It's here. I'm like the dude in the commercial. If he's on his right now, I'm right now. No procrastinating. Do it right now. So simple shit. Crowdfunding. Uh, like Polite said, one dollar. You know, just you, you utilize the fact that there's uh, one hundred thousand subscribers. Subscribers is something that you could be for free. Members are usually somebody that you have to you take you turn from a subscriber to a member when you begin to pay for your services and you begin to pay for your quality. But if you see what Brother Rich is doing, if you see what Sa is doing, if you see what the pills are doing with just free subscribers, what do you think what do you think the quality of the work or the quality of the media or the dexterity of the work? You know what I mean? What do you think it would begin to inhabit if you became members, paying members? And you could justify the creation of a streaming service such as a Netflix. Like, why are we thinking with these, are we not Nile Valley civilizations? And if you don't agree with that, are you not? Come on, come on. That, oh, okay. Giving too many, uh, yeah, shit. No, no. Um, I'm, what I'm saying is, hold on, because people will be in their feelings. All I'm saying is that the last time I checked, the majority of us were identifying with civilizations or bloodlines that were forward thinking, and they dealt with technology, and they dealt with things at a high level. So that's facts. all I'm saying. You know, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, well, all of that has to be implemented. What we do know is that we haven't always been the petty people. You know what I'm saying? The petty, Betty, petty, Freddy phase, you know, that's something that recently crept upon us because a man, a prophet who was celebrating on this evening as well, was far from petty. You know what I'm saying? And he de- demonstrated yeah. necessary sacrifice, okay, of formulating a thought, looking at a problem, coming up with a solution, coming amongst his people with that solution, implementing it, and ultimately losing his life for it, okay? So, hello? Yes, I'm here. Yes, and that giant of a figure that we're speaking of is the Prophet Noble Drew Ali, all right? People fear what they don't understand, hate what they can't conquer, Yes, it's just the theory of man. What can't be undone is what the prophet has done. What will never be in question was the prophet's dedication to liberation of his people and the unique approach that he brought at a time in which, okay, we're not juxtaposing the time. We're not looking at the time. that he brought forth what he brought forth. And the climate that he was in, and he was still able to cut through and penetrate. Applaud a giant amongst men. We applaud someone who has left in our days and times the living example 
how one would move as a prophet. We rejoice in the fact that even today we bear witness to his prophecies. So, you know, I, I you know, I don't know what all the controversy is, but I think that he spoke on this as well. These were also one of his prophecies. You know? Um, Indeed. Here in New York City there's an upcoming debate involving the legitimacy of the procedures that the Moors are engaged in. One and two, it's a inquiry into the historical connection between the Moors of Lore, i.e., the Moors of Spain, okay, in the Levant, with the Moors here in North Mexico. All right, so that's going down. March 20th is part of a triple header, which will probably be one of the most federally monitored events <laughs> in the history of the black community. Quote, unquote, <laughs> black community. You have an Israeli Jew debating polite, General Sarasuda Seti debating Zion Lex, and Brother Reggie debating Brother Sharif. Okay, representing the Morris Science Temple of America. March 20th at the Alhambra Ballroom. Go figure. Right, that that's just going to pass everyone's, uh, that's just going to go over everyone's head, I guess. You know, scimitars will be in the building. So, what we want to do this evening is we want to invite some of our luminaries forth who are dealing with this information in real time, not in theory, who are on the front line, who have their scimitars out, okay, and are taking heads of dragons on the daily. Because I don't want to hear about theory and conjecture. I want to know what works. And I want to hear from the people who are working it. Okay. Not pontificate about what works or what doesn't work. That's not going to fly in 2016. I seen that movie. I seen part of it the other day. Reverent, what's it called? Reverent. Mm-hmm. Reverent. <laughs> Upstairs. Mm-hmm. Those fighting scenes was nice, right? Crazy. <laughs> you know? I'm not slow with it, though. Based on the law of 44 and the research that I've done, I'm 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 wise enough to know who Leonardo DiCaprio represents as a motif. You mm-hmm. understand? The Leo, who's Scorpio, you know, 
I did that in one of my breakdowns, how he represents, uh, you know, the Leo and the Capricorn energy, right? Yeah. So through the knowledge, so him being mauled by the bear, <laughs> I think they went in with that. Yeah, they went in. We need, we need to take you on the job. Oh, that mall that was the illest, crazy. That was the illest I've ever seen in cinema. Mm-hmm. Like, he was kicking the Algonquin. Yeah, that didn't look yeah. no C- one one minute off the CGI. That didn't look one second of CGI. I was like, damn, they got a, a bear to fight him? Like, they they doing real good in Hollywood these days. But what I'm yeah, saying is that that level of survival skills that they were um, exhibiting, wild, exhibiting, simplifying, no? yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But if it comes yeah, down to they that, they were trappers. <clears throat> yeah, those were your first. Those were trappers. They were identified as trappers. They was out yeah. there trapping. They were trapping. So let me do this first. Let me um. Go to our first guest. This is caller from the 954. Like I mentioned earlier, I had the honor of being on his brother's platform this afternoon. He has a very unique perspective on what is taking place in this country at this particular time. The myriad of events all have a conjoining thread. You know what I'm saying? As I say, many a times, nothing is separate. You know what I'm saying? Everything is threaded by string to a next thing. So let me open up the line. Caller from the 954. Give me one second. Peace, is your line open? Peace, yes, sir. Yes, sir. What's up? Brother Blue. Peace, peace. Introduce yourself. Peace. Yes, sir, man. Brother Sharif from House of Restoration through a radio right here on the blog talk. I want to say peace and elevation to everyone. Also want to wish you and Brother Red and your community a definitely a happy new year. I'm not new year, but happy anniversary well, within the new fiscal year. year. <laughs> it's a new year. It's a new year. It's a new yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. I want to um, definitely, man, uh, thank you and also your brother, because I know his energy red was with you as well, bringing the twin power and the twin towers over to our community, man, and and you know our community, yours and yours is mine as well. Want to thank you for coming through and bringing uh, bringing the fire that you bring. Want dis- to just discuss some things as far as. Economics, which is what I do on my broadcast, try to elevate our people um, economically, dealing with uh, debt, uh, debt situations, traffic, you know, the so-called judicial system. So we've been doing that going on two years, as I share with everyone. I'm an alumni in listening as far as following the pattern. After listening to you guys for a while, then got the opportunity to do high-frequency uh, to start off my show and then went off, branched out, and, and created my own tower. 
but we had a great time, man. I got a lot of comments and a lot of emails. Loving when we come together and bring that energy, that transformer type yeah. energy. And uh, it was great. Yeah. It was beautiful. It's amazing how, you know, we all didn't come from the same perspective. Some points were diverging, but none of them were clashing. No arguments, no headbutting, no pissing contests. Everything was flowing congruently. Yeah. You know, how is that even possible? Yeah. You know? <laughs> You keep me awoke to the you you keep me awoke you you're more in tune uh, with a lot more society than I do I guess I deal with more of the uh, uh, I guess bougier types you know uh, but we no, both no, from no, NY no. and uh, you know it, it was it was that I, I, so I watch it's, it's an excellent blend I'm just saying that according to the the, the networks and the people they're saying those things are supposed to happen, especially on radio. You know, they tune in to hear people screaming at one another and what have you. But You know, I act like a rookie all the time, Blue. I be, I get a chance to go peruse YouTube and I be seeing some things and I be texting you like, Blue, is this, is this, is this real right here I'm looking at? What's going on over here? And Blue will probably be like, man, that's old or, yeah, I'll be like, wow, man, we got to we got to do better. We have to, we have to come together as a collective, man, and stop, you know, um, being divisive. We sound like those Republicans and Democrats and a little bit of everything else, man. We got to we got to agree to order the pizza, man, and just pluck off the toppings that we don't like and uh, enjoy the yeah, pizza. I love so, that analogy, brother. Yes. Love so I analogy. enjoyed you, man. Of course, I listened to you too. I enjoyed. Um, what y'all doing, like I said, y'all are the pioneers. Y'all been in here a lot longer than many of us and been doing it twice a week. I, I can't do it, bro. I, I, once a week <laughs> kind of kills me, so I honor you in the red, man, for bringing that fire in. Y'all, you know, just peace to all of y'all, man. Um, you know, um, in continuing, I just, you know, the only message I would leave with everyone is that, you know, we living in some very special times. For our people, I think it's the one uh, time in history that we can really show our face and really bring our principles and morals to the surface and do it in a lot of different ways because y'all have been bringing the history and the knowledge and the wealth of other subject matters, and, and I've been trying to bring those economics, so I know I've definitely elevated many, many, many people to the tune of millions and millions of dollars dealing with homes and debts and, and foreclosure and traffic and things of that nature. So we should be in a pretty good position. I mean, Brother Umar, uh, Brother Polite, all of them, everybody's been doing a great job. Um, but I think it's a great opportunity with this uh, electricity going on right now for us to really rise up and kind of Ultron right now. Um, that's what I see. And we brought a hybrid of different philosophies and yes, we we kind of we kind of went up and down and sideways, up and down through the villages, but we we still was riding with each other. We was like F-16s and 18s, and I love it. But I just want us to you know elevate and really bring our right now that you know um, that system is weak right now. It is imploding. It is exploding. Um, white supremacy or whatever you want to call it uh, is definitely falling and has fell. 
and it's our time really to step up, use those six years you've been given, you and you and the red and everybody else. Uh use what I've been given and, and I freaking all oh, everybody, it's time to really vote on that and put that together. And let's let's really right. put our footprint out there. And it's really that time. Like I'm it's really that time for us to do that, not to be battling and, you know, throwing darts at each other, water guns or whatever. It's really time for us to, to make that stand because these people are weak. You know, their, their time has come and really gone. They're trying to see what they're going to replace it with. We shouldn't be letting them replace anything. We should be bringing that Mexican, that brown, that darkness together, a uh, hundred billion strong, and just be like, look, this is what we want. So that, that's all I wanted to do, man. And I've been trying to reach out to many people as we can and, and try to be, you know, a centerpiece for economics and, um, you know, you're welcome anytime to come over, brother. And, and, and you know, y'all welcome to come over and you need that economics or anything else, come over. I've been trying to venture off into other top subject matters. I don't want to be one that's out here, you know, just doing the same thing. So I try to be uh, multifaceted. But, man, love I mean, you for coming over, man. Arena, yeah, that um, deserves the attention that you give it. And, you know, even when you do branch out and you deal with current events and politics, things of that nature, it all has an imper- uh, economic imperative attached to it, you know. So I, I still see you within your bounds, you know, and you have a very unique perspective on how you see things because you see the commercial undertones in everything that's taking place, you know. So can you just briefly, real quickly, if you may, Share with the family some of the things that you've peeped lately, um, some of the things even that your hand might be responsible for in terms of their response. I like to say that, um, you know, we make moves and the matrix responds accordingly, and sometimes we don't understand that. We just see the response, you know what I mean? But we don't True. know what's causing it. True. Um, I we see a lot of the you know, My hand up. is really, yes. Yeah. My hands yeah. is really in the economics. I've been, you know, my, my thing is I've been in the legal arena for a while. You know, I studied uh, as a paralegal for quite some time. Been dealing with consumer protection, uh, debt collection, foreclosure. But my thing has always been the legal society. You know, that's been my target. I've worked around them. I see how they are. I've seen the destruction that they've caused upon all people, but especially our people. So, you know, I've got my hand in with, with you know, some pretty – higher ups I've met doing this type of work, uh, doing private teachings. Uh, I've taught, you know, um, consumer protection and law for quite some time in some private arenas, uh, people not of our, our particular so-called race culture, but I've done it across the board because I've made it a movement and, and I understand that they picked us off in pockets when there's two or three of us. So my goal was to attack that, attack that legal society uh, to straighten it up or ship it out. You know, my thing is that ship needs to sail. That maritime ship needs to go. Uh, we, we're tired of it. These visitors, these pirates have been here long enough. My people has been destroyed economically long enough. We haven't had a fair shot. And a fair shot is all we ask for. And any, they're going to do anything to not give us a fair shot because they know anything near fair. And we dominate like we always do. But my affinity for the law has been back. I started finding the Egyptian roots and the African roots only recently, you know, and a lot of that is you're you're responsible for a lot of other things that I was seeing, trying to see where 
that writing, that legal writing, that legal knowledge and my ability, because I just go through law like like I'm reading a, a, a you know, a, 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 a bedtime book, you know. So I started trying to look for where my mothers and fathers was in that and found that in Kemet. But I, I've had my hand in. I've, I've got some connections really um, with the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, uh, which is, you know, if others don't know about it, um, that's going to be your new government. Um, it's it's a agency that Mr. Obama uh, created out of the Dodd Frank Act, which is an economic uh, uh, act that dealt with Wall Street and kind of reining them in. Uh, the legal society, the law firms, uh, the attorneys, the judges—they've been you know stealing America with this paper. You know that's why the subject of the show is Papergate. You know constitutions, things things that people believe in that makes no sense. Uh, documents we're we're believing in, and and you know some of them are some of them on the other side are willing to die for, you know, and they can't even read it, they can't translate it, you know. We still dealing with the Bible, we can't even translate that. Somebody else read it to us. It's not this and it's not that. So you know, I started making a common sense approach and removing the articulation and 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 the the the, the triple tongue uh, legal lease language and start reducing it to a more simplified understandable term and remaining in our power which is in consumer protection um and i was one of the ones that when i started consumer protection you know the attorneys have pretty much smothered it you know they didn't see any power in it i knew the power in it i just knew that people wasn't using it so you know i started my show to put it out and create a movement not just train a few people but create a movement worldwide you know and i have a pretty you know, huge following. Um, people across the country, you know, are, are asking me to come because everybody's dealing with that U.S. debt. But, you know, I've been responsible for putting several, uh, let's say, uh, firms, you know, in that bankruptcy court uh, due to just the crimes. I got. I have to say it, the government now has come out being in the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau that Mr. Obama created. He created one of the strongest agencies in history where they have all three branches of government. Um, so there is no separation of powers with them. So this is one of the strongest, you can say, transformers that's ever been built in history, uh, Mr. Obama put together. And they're dealing with the court system, the financial system. You understand that worldwide, we, you know, we're hated right now. Nobody wants to deal with the U.S. We know why. Um, so, you know, in order to deal with China and other countries, you know, he knew he had to clean up the court system because this is where all of our wealth has been taken by these foreigners we allowed to come here on a ship and we allowed them to dock here and you know they started out selling lemonade and, and it got worse but you know the consumer financial protection bureaus is a bureau that everybody needs to keep an eye on because many people think they just deal with consumer law no they're rewriting laws they are writing law uh they are going into the courts and they are laying their foot down and telling the courts how it is and people don't understand how big that is because you can now see this administration that's sitting side by side with the Federal Reserve because the Federal Reserve is no longer here. So this is going to be your new financial system, whatever it's going to be. They've been doing a great job, man. Uh, ever in history have I seen a, a, a government bureau, and I use that term lightly, really come in and really protect the people, the consumers, from debt collection, foreclosure, you know, they've been coming in and doing a fantastic job. And the thing is, is that everything they've been saying, they came out recently in the last few years and been doing and saying, I've been saying along 
before they came. So it kind of solidified what I was doing. The movement became bigger. They're doing a whole lot more things. Um, they've been taking debt collectors and putting law firms out of business. Uh, they've been trying to fight, you know, the CFPB, but um, they've been trying to attack, you know, Richard Cordray is, is, the, is the chief. He was an attorney, attorney general out of, I believe, somewhere down in the southern state. But he's done a, a fantastic job, man, under Obama administration. Obama created this bureau. They, they He created it, with, and then he removed any power to be able to affect it at all. So they have very, very little uh, interference from the Congress, who's been taking jabs at them. I mean, they've been calling them, you know, saying that their mother is ugly and you know, your daddy got a big toe. You know, everything they can throw at these people, they've been throwing at them. The bureau consists of Really, to be honest with you, some recent, some new graduated attorneys who had came out of law school, uh, had student loans, couldn't find a job really. And this is where the government scooped them up and created this uh, bureau. So they a bunch of young, you know, techie, you know, attorneys that decided to go after, you know, the big boy movement, you know, which is the Congress, you know, with the underhanded deals with the with the bankers and I mean they've been taking them out, man. They probably made I guess a billion or two just dealing with debt collectors, man, dealing with attorneys. They've taken out several attorney firms. Um I had the honor of, of meeting them through through one of my goddesses who had met them in a conference and they listened to my show secretly. I don't tell a lot of people that. They listened to what I was doing and they was just like, Oh <laughs> I mean yeah, you doing it. So, you know, I have an opportunity just to, to, to bring that because we got people, you know, our our country is being so we don't do wars no more. You know, you and I blew we grew up I grew up in Manhattan, right there in Harlem, you know, and the wars was the games. You know, now man, they you know, these dudes they, they put on, you know, eyes odd shirts and some wrinkled khakis and some and some doggone uh Timberlands and, and they stealing wealth and putting people into poverty with paper. You know, and um, it's, it always was a passion of mine to bring us up economically because that's the one thing we complained about. So I got a lot of people from from the Pookies to the Woodrows, you know, really going in court comfortable, uh, uh, knowing what to say, knowing what to do, winning, and the confidence is just, you know, of the people is just amazing. So that's what I wanted to share with the people. Just keep an eye on right. this bureau. Again, it's the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. Uh, if you go look, if you go to their website and you see their chart, you see they're a pretty big government. <laughs> You'll see where your what your new government is going to be and what your old government is. Um, their chart is, you know, they got about I guess about 30 different departments, from law, from education, from marketing, from finance, from judicial system. You know, they got a, they got their own court. So you know, we're seeing a replacement of the Federal Reserve paradigm uh, already collapsed, and the replacement is going to be the CFPB, who are writing laws that are more simplified. You'll be able to enter into, you know, credit agreements that you can read. You know, things will be a whole lot different. So, you know, I'm, I'm happy about what I was doing and for them to come along. And I give props to Mr. Obama for doing several things, you know, which is that creation of that particular unit. And everybody should, you know, keep their eye out on that. So that's about it, man. That's that's what I've been doing. Uh, I see Mr. Obama. Lastly, I see I see him doing a lot of things for, you know, I, I know some of us. I look at things differently with him 
Uh, I see what he's doing economically by just the creation of this bureau, because you got Don, you got Donald Trump and all of them talking about this bureau, who was cutting into the billions of this money that they were using to put people into poverty. You know, take their homes, take their money, snatch their bank accounts. You know, um, and he, they, they, I mean, Mr. Odom put a dent in it with this unit, and, and they're fearless. So the other thing I see him doing is he, you know, he last night and and, and other he's 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 attacking, you know, these euros on their mental health. You know, ISIS. He 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 makes it clear, kind of who he's talking about. You know, um, he's talking about these euros who have been for long long time, man, clinging to, you know, again the papergate, the the the, the Bible, <laughs> you know, uh, which they use to justify, you know, killing and everything else, and their guns, which is the first thing they run to uh, because they're mentally um, unstable. And the things that I heard him say last night was profound. I mean, I, I you know, I, I just heard him just call them out and say, y'all got a mental health problem. We need to get these guns from you. legal guns, you know, uh, or gun shows. You know, well, black people are not at gun shows. You know, he's not talking about us when he talks about gun shows. I mean, he's not talking about us with mental health. We're, we're, we're the most mental, strong people you know, on this planet, she can't be talking about us. So, you know, he's really talking to them, man, and he's he's in their face. So we need to support him just for that, um, because I think that's first that you got to deal with the judicial system, which is eighty-eight percent, eighty-four percent white, and the law enforcement society, eighty-four percent, eighty-something percent white, uh, and then the the the, the financial arena is, is just dominating us, discriminated against us. So, although he's not calling us out, he's calling them out. And when he, if he can make them all, you know, mentally ill, which they are, and we know historically they are, then that kind of covers a lot of things. He's the first man I heard him say most world leaders are out of it. They're out of their mind. I mean, who else? What? What? He's the only black world leader I know that I know of. So he, he's doing some great things. He's taking on some big things, and um, I support him for that. Some things I don't. But I support him on, on the gun thing because we know the craziest one with the guns and with the buttons and with the warships and with the nucleus and, and all that. We know who they are. So he, he's calling them out by name. And these people are going crazy right now. They are bananas. They're like zombies. And like I was breaking down to you, Pill, 80% of them commit suicide. That's based on their Brookings Institute research. 80% That's right. they kill themselves. So you got an advantage. You're making all the money. You run in the court system, you run in the legal society, you run in the world, but you still kill yourself 80% of the time. So this is why he's saying mental health. You've got to be crazy if you got all that advantage. So it's our turn on the, on the alternative pill to say, okay, well, how are they thinking? Well, what if I give, you know, these dark people that, 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 that want an opportunity? What if I, they ain't going to kill themselves. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they out there hustling, selling drugs. Well, who's the best customer? Well, the white people. Okay, so he's going to say, well, even though they got the access to the drugs, they ain't using it more because white people use drugs and, and depression and alcohol five times more than any other culture. This is re this is the statistics that he can throw up at any time and justify. Y'all got a mental health problem. Y'all don't need firearms. Y'all don't need guns. And um, the last thing I'll say is that for our people, we have to start reading more and reading the law and looking at the law from a natural perspective and not from a legal perspective we masturbate too much with it some of us out there i talked to some of the ones that are good out there i'm like we don't need to go that far deep into the law we can stay on the outside with natural 
okay? And they define you as a natural person. And look, uh, a natural person, I mean, you got natural instincts. You, you don't have to understand that language. I understand it. But then I try to digress from my understanding of it and just stay from a natural perspective. And you can handle it all the time. So, you know, when it comes to the law, we need to learn that that's not really, that's not really for us. And, and a lot of people masturbate with Dred Scott. And they talk about Dred Scott. What Dred Scott really told you is that really, for black people, you know, our jurisdiction is worldwide. They really don't have no jurisdiction. We just don't understand that, you know, and we get all offended. We get all emotional and they say, well, you know, a black man don't have any rights than a white man. That, that's telling us that really we don't have any jurisdiction. So when you really, really look at it technically, the last thing I'll say is, well, y'all said that in Dred Scott. They taking firearms. Well, they know they can't deport us. They know this is Africa. Um, I just think we cool right now to pack what we need to pack to protect ourselves. And really, if we stay in the house a little bit and, and get ourselves together um, and close the window for a minute, I think you see them start to, you know, kill each other. Um, and, 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 and that's what it's going to boil down to because 80% of them can't handle reality without the drugs. Uh, and your, your boy's targeting that mental health. And long as he targets that mental health, he's not talking about us. So, you know, that's just the gist of things. And that's not all white people. That's not all black people. But I'm just trying to bring to you what I see as a momentum change and what I see as this president really um, doing what he can. Absolutely. I appreciate that perspective. I appreciate yes, the information. You definitely painted a picture and gave people something to think about and to dwell on. Um, I think if nothing else, you know, the, the, the national conversation about the guns and confiscation of them coupled with the demonstration that you see in Oregon, you know, yeah. but then, you know, the bad taste on, on our side of the tracks is, well, guns are killing young melanated youth and, you know what I'm saying, guns are proliferating throughout the community and things of that True. nature. Um, I think that there, 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 there very well may be a shift, you know, where we see some native militia rising shortly. If nothing yeah. else, you know, just for the demonstrational purposes to say, look, right. we're here. When we're needed, right. we're here. That's right. Well, we have to, Blue, because, they, they, you know, like I said, you got those deranged out there, those those, those, those heroes that they just look in the target practice. That's what they used to. So we're going to have to really stop turning them guns on each other and, and really save that ammo because we might need it. But Mr. Obama trying to disarm as many as he can because he know throughout the years – they made sure that we didn't have enough. You know, they they prepared a long time to be able to say, now, what's up? So we got to protect ourselves. We really got to get serious about that and save them bullets, you know, and put them arms. We're we, we not armless. You know that, Blue. We're from the hood. Like, the hood the hood got weapons, but, you know, we got to be a little bit smarter. We maybe need to quiet a little bit more. We just need to be prepared to take care of us, uh, take care of ourselves, our family, our women, and our kids. That's all. We just need to do protection right, right. now. I think the rest is going to take care of itself, for real. Well, one last time, let them know the uh, designation for your platform where they could check in. Your archives are available as well, correct? Yes, sir. Uh, Thor Radio, T-H-O-R, House of Restoration Ministry on Thor Radio. I'm on Tuesday, my debt show, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Wednesday, I got the Women Re-Elevated, which is my goddesses over there. They, They talk about whatever. And um, I got my metaphysician, my brother Francis, on Thursday at noon. And I'm on every alternative Fridays when I have something to talk about. But we right here on the blog talk, right with y'all. 
come you can come check us out anytime. The email address is um staff S T A S F at Thor uh Thorlawgroup.com. So staff at Thorlawgroup.com. Pills know I sent out some emails, I sent out a a plethora of articles on different things, you know. Uh I got that artistry with it. So I try to paint pictures. I got that thought in me from from Egypt. So um yeah, just get with us and, and you know and uh you know, patronize us with us, and we'll we'll be able to send you back with something food for thought. But I appreciate you, love you, brothers. You and you and Ray. Appreciate Thanks you. Dude. All right, salute. Peace. Okay. Uh, I see a, a recognizable number sitting in the call queue. It looks like one of my close family members. Let me go and see if this is the brother in the building real quick, quick, before we get to our next schedule guest. All right? Call up from the 917-297-917. Call up. Peace. Oh, KT, KTL Radio, Wagwan. Wagwan. Yo, Wagwan, yo, yo, KTL, man. Yo, it's Lex, man. I called in on him last week. With Brother Rod. Oh, but, my um, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your phone had cut at the end. Well, how are you, man? Peace, family. Yo, yo, family, yo, I'm I'm blessed up. I mean, I'm blissed up. I'm peaced out, man. I, I just want to say big ups to um, to all of our scholars out there. Big ups to, to Red and Blue. All the scholars all over the world, you know, especially our melanated scholars, because we understand that that's the source of everything. But, you know, I just I just want to know if it's all right if I just, just drop something on the family real quick. Oh, come on, yeah. Yeah, um, you know, I just wanna tell the family that we gotta we gotta really understand um these these molecular dimensions of reality. Now when I say that I I mean like we 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 tend to kind of be ignorant that there are more dimensions to this to this continuing time that we think. Now when I say that I mean it's like we understand that there's an underlying fabric to this. And as 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 time flows, things things get split into fractals, and these fractals is is what some people get stuck in. So I feel like the the majority of our family, our energy is kind of trapped in this victimized fractal, and that that fractal is a representation of the actions that we operate with. When I say that, I mean like. A lot of a lot of our people is in the is in the victimized fractal of reality. So they operate from a victimized perspective. Like they 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 got this kind of mentality. Like like I, I need y'all to do something for me. Like we we talking about reparations and the and the true reparations is is in us. Like when these people look at y'all, like y'all y'all melanated folks, y'all y'all don't need to break things down to this to this crazy analog analog paradigm like just by you expressing yourself at the highest level these people want to learn from y'all like that's their original job anyway that's why they had to wait so long to to come into our thing because they was here to learn from us like if you if when i listen to justin bieber's um new album and i listen to chris and i listen to chris brown justin bieber's album sound like beautiful people that Chris Brown released three years ago. 
And that that's what I'm trying to get y'all to understand that just by y'all naturally expressing yourself to a high level, these these people is gonna get stuck in y'all fractal. Why is it that when I listen to the new Justin Bieber album, it sounds like one song that Chris Brown did three years ago? That's because it starts from it started from that 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 dark shade, man. That darkest atom that you could think of. Like when I make songs, brothers and the family, man, I turn off all the lights. I turn off everything because I understand that in that and that complete oblivion that I'm comfortable with. That's when that's the, right. the mind speaks to you. You know what I'm saying? Yes, so I like I, I, yeah, man. Like I, I just, I just want to, just want to tell the family, man, that it, it starts from the darkest source, like. Man, it starts from the darkest source that you could think of. That's that dark matter that they tell you. I just got the You worked it, brother. Just yeah, just man. off the fractal alone, I was I was seeing Superman too, and they had his enemies trapped in in, in that fractal piece piece of glass, man. That visual wow. taught me so much about, you know, it gave me a relatable visual to see society for what it is, and they're stuck just yeah. like that. Yo, 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 kill KTL, yo, I just want to say to y'all, man, like, yo, sometimes, yo, I just go into this zone, right? And, like, it's like I thought of this whole thing with, with that, with the with the joining Spider-Man 3 when it got stuck to him. That's us. Like, oh, yeah, I thought of that. yeah, 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 that, that was melanin. Yeah, that was all yeah, melanin. Yo. Yo, yo, I thought of that, right? And I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I thought, I, I just, that was just a pure thought. And then, like, I was doing research, and I heard somebody say the same thing. Like, I'm telling y'all, it, 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 it's, and like, and like, yo, I'm a, I'm a Pisces, too. Like, I remember I told y'all, man, my birthday is, is at the end of March. So, like, like, I, I, I try to, like, embody that, man, when I get into this zone. And I know it starts from that, the, darkest substance you could think of and then it, it goes down as it loses its its pigment it it it, it goes yeah. it goes to like other shades so that it's the same thing with the music if you look at the music that's the same phenomenon that we observe like it's it's mm. the same thing with music it's the same thing with government and y'all and y'all y'all gotta stop subconsciously holding these I, ideologies that conflict with each other like, if y'all say that everything is one, then everything is one. The same nigga that's telling me everything is one is the same nigga that's saying one second, the white man ruled the world. Like, we was here before him, and you going to say that everything is one? That means that you got to embody that. You got to understand that music is just like government. Damn. Yo, two bombs. <laughs> Combo, <laughs> yo, 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 KTL, man, yo, yo, man, yo, my, my name is, my name is Lex, yo, and, and yo, once again, man, I just want to say to y'all, yo, man, I, I wish, I wish y'all like a, a prosperous year, man, and just, and yo, man, y'all, 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 yo, y'all, y'all, y'all the best, man, like for real, yo, y'all, thank you, like, thank yo, you, y'all, yo, you, 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 you know what I mean? Sometimes like you just get limited by by verbal speaking, because that's not the only, that's not the only language, man, but, like, you know, like, I called them last week, 
and sometimes like I'll just be like, yo, I don't know what I don't know what to say right now, but like, yo, man, y'all y'all the illest, man, for real. Big ups. Appreciate you, man. Really do. And and you thank are, you. I, you remind us why, you know, this signal is so important. This platform is, is so relevant. You know, here we are in our sixth year and we still have, you know, new energy such as yourself, brothers coming on and teaching us, you know what I'm saying? And and putting it in a perspective where it's all about um, you know, it's, it's what you give is what you receive, the feedback, the reciprocation of the energy. So appreciate you. Yo man, yo, I, I, yo, I appreciate, I appreciate y'all, man, and you know, what I mean, all big ups, y'all, and big, big ups to listeners and they family as well, man. I, I wish all of y'all eternal peace and everything great to the highest extent possible, which is imagination, man. Keep my brother, peace. Yo, yo, peace and blessings, man. Love, love, love. I'm listening, man. I'm, I'm listening as we speak. Big ups, everybody. Yeah. Before we go to our next scheduled guest, I see another family member on the phone real quick. Let me um open up. King Simon, our brother, Shooting Simon is live. Before I go to my brother, Brian, call him from the 347. Peace. Peace, 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 and natural hair grease. Black people, we here. What's up? How y'all doing? Peace, family. How you? Man, I'm wonderful. Yeah, that brother said said a mouthful, man, and he sound real hot, yeah, real good. I, I like the information, man. And the, I always tell my children, the greatest nation is imagination, and that is the truth. That is the greatest right. nation, man. Imagination, and in martial natural arts, the greatest. Say it again. I said natural observation with an imagination, it brings exactly. forth fascination. So, yeah, that's, man, right. that's the. I love that, man, and I'm glad, you know, they bring I know uh, the comedic science of prosperity teach on that, too. And, you know, in the martial arts class, we always say the worst attack is surprise attacks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so we got to be very, very vigilant. And like Bruce Lee used to say, Bruce Lee always, always used to say, uh, um, uh, uh, well, damn, I always get caught up in this quote. But he always say, expect the unexpected. Always expect the unexpected. So you got to train like always. that every day. You know, but um, I want to I want to let my brothers and sisters know that um, this coming uh, Sunday we'll be at the uh, at Nicholas Brooklyn Bookstore reestablishing a code of conduct in our community part two with no apologies, okay. featuring our New York representative uh, for the Straight Black Pride movement, brother Tad Cromwell, sister Keisha will be there. Yeah, yeah your brother. Him. Yeah, yeah, his birthday was his birthday was yesterday. Earth Strong was yesterday. So oh, shout okay. Out to Yo, yeah. it was Yo. Mad Capricorn's um, birthday in the last few days I was running into, man. Shout out to hey, all of y'all who Big celebrated. Up Big up to them, brother. They, they, they make things happen. Seti was the fourth. Seti was the fourth. Okay, yeah, Seti as well. Right, yes, right. indeed. And to reiterate the information about Dr. Francis Cress Wilson, her memorial service family is January 23rd, I believe, at Howard University, correct? That's correct, and we are take, we have a 52-seater bus, so people who want to go on the bus down here from New York, Bronx, Queens, we're leaving from Brooklyn. we got to leave early in the morning, like 6 a.m., but if you want, we have 52 seats. We just ordered the bus today, this week. 
So we're taking a bus down to uh, Washington D.C. and a bus back round trip is fifty dollars round trip. We also we're staying there till like six o'clock and then we're coming back home. But we only stay until six o'clock after the service goes from eleven a.m. to three p.m. and we're gonna stay there till six o'clock so we can eat and enjoy and powwow and do what we have to do, meet with the people. Um, and if you're interested, my number is three four seven four nine six one zero two two. That's three four seven four nine six. One zero two two seats. People are calling fast as we uh, Tad put it out there, and um, we are Straight Black Pride is sponsoring a bus going straight there to to uh, Howard University, man. So, and we are we are looking for people to come out January tenth at Nicholas to put their 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 pay for their fee if they want to come out this coming Sunday. We're taking the fifty dollars. Make sure you got a receipt and make sure you on the bus for January twenty third going down to this momentous. Memorial that is going to be officiated with by Dr. Professor Small, by Professor Smalls and Anthony Broder. So all the great ones are going to be there. So y'all need to be out there. And uh, just don't forget, please give me a call. And don't forget also on the 31st, I have Sarah Sutton said he coming to Brooklyn. That's coming to Brooklyn to Nicholas again. And then That's the right. Almond Ross Squad is coming on February 7th. I got the Almond Ross Squad and Brother Reggie at Nicholas, Brooklyn. February 7th. So, again, my number, 347-496-1022. And my website is kingsimonproductions.wordpress.com. That's kingsimonproductions.wordpress.com. I thank you, brothers, all the time. The twins, Mama Pill, Brother Pill, KT Pill, the whole pill, <laughs> the whole bottle of pill. Oh, pill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got a whole bottle over there. Thank, thank you. <laughs> the, um, we speak about it numerous times, our instrumental you have been on this platform, you know what I'm saying? Uh, just, you know, in, in what it is that we do, you put together a lecture in November of 2009 on our birthday, our born yes, day, during Dr. Sabi, and that gave me an opportunity. I was invited by Abundance Child to interview him prior to his appearance. I think the actual date was October 22nd. I remember it. And... Yes. I had prior to that, I think I was on Nikki Love's show, yes, you know, you but mm-hmm. I I had never hosted, you know, I never got a chance to, to to do my interview, and I instantly fell in love with the format via that opportunity. And Sister Abundance Child had me on back on the episode a few times afterwards, doing news and things of that nature, and that's where we said, you know, and they was like, y'all need to do your own thing, we, you know, she she. She pushed us forward, planted that seed, and um, January 8th, uh, 2010. Uh, uh, On Noble Drew Drew Ali's birthday, that's right. Yes, Noble Drew Ali's birthday. We inaugurated the first episode. We had um, Sister Anna E., along with Rod Karaya Bay, Phil Valentine called in. It was a, a, a whole bunch of our closest friends, families, and allies from the community that joined us on that inaugural show. It was an amazing show. It's still in the archive. You can check it out, see how far that we've gone. Um, let me say, yeah. let me say, let's say something, something real quick. That I've monitored all of you, you and Abundance Child on radio for years. And you know, I'm a, I'm a veteran radio host above, above <laughs> ground. I don't blog talk. So from WWRL and LIB and all those stations, and I've monitored y'all growth, and I can say I really appreciate how y'all have grown in this uh, field. 
you know, uh, a person like me who used to hit millions of people just throughout New York City alone. But I, I really, I really, and I've I got to say, I greatly appreciate you, your brother, Abundance Child, for what she did, and all of you people that have taken on your own platform on Blog Talk Radio to produce your own radio show, even that brother with Thor, that, that's, that's respectable and that's honorable, and to get reach these young people any way you can. We've got to keep on doing it till we win. We can't quit until we win. And the only reason I'm not above ground on radio no more because I was a lone, lone ranger and people didn't like what I was bringing and who I was bringing on the, on the show, and they, they, didn't, they couldn't handle me and they couldn't control me. I, no, you know, I, I heard you was in Biltmore having uh, turning it up. That, that's why they kept you off the radio. Because you were Simon Templar, Dead Plates playing in Biltmore, Starlight, Children's yeah, World. Yeah, when I heard your song, I was, yeah, I promise you, when I heard your song at the Comedic Conference, I looked at Blue like, yo, I used to bogle to the song, B. Like, I remember this. Yeah, I used to bogle to the song. Yeah, that, yeah, that's my song back in the day, man. <laughs> Uh, they called me a one-hit wonder, although I did an album, but I never put out the album. I still got the music, but I still, I still got, I still copyright all the music. I still got it. And Yo, come uh, on our label. Come on our label. That. We got you. Come on our label. Oh, that's all about timing. I can make it happen. That's that's easy, man. That's, uh, look, I mean, these songs, man, they were produced with Jamie Strauss. They were produced with Sting International, and I went to that event with Sting. And all, yo, they talking about y'all over there. Sting International party. Screechy Don came up to me talking about Dr. Sabi and y'all. Screechy Don. Screechy wow. Don be listening to your shows and listening to all of us on YouTube, man. He be checking us yeah, out. Yeah, shout so out to um, and Red Fox. You know, and yeah, all of them been listening, man. They came up because Frankie Paul uh, is real sick, man. They're trying to get Doctor Sabi to Frankie Paul. He's real sick, so they called me to get give him Sabi's number. So Frankie Paul, everybody who knows Frankie Paul, the blind, you know, blind. Uh, they used to call him the blind Ray Charles in Jamaica. They, he's he's real sick, man. So they're trying to get to him, man. They're trying to save his life. That's how deep that is in Jamaica. Like a lot of them are suffering, man, with all that stuff. Yeah, sorry. yeah, that kickback. This is how they told me this is how you measure, not success the way that the Western society likes to paint it, but this is how you measure growth. When the people that you left 10 years ago start coming around, with the, and, and they're coming around like a full cycle, because you talk about the cycles and you speak about the procession of the equinoxes and things of that nature, but we are all our own, right? We're all our own universe and planet, so we okay. move in these cycles. So when the cycle comes, because you're not going, you went back to the club, but the club came to you. Yep. Crazy. You left the club the same way with me and Blue. We left the streets 20 years ago, and the yep. streets is coming back to us. When we go back to the hood, all they want to talk about is King Simon, his, his dub plate, Polite, Sarnetta, what we're doing. That's so right. it's like, it's called the full circle. And I've, I've always told my young people, I was like, if you... Elevate, not leave the hood like you better than the hood or, you know, like the hood did something to you. When you elevate and you rise up as one of them, as one of their own, right? That's right. That's right. And then you come, and what you're doing is you're coming back home telling them, look, I didn't forget you. I'm right. doing this for you. You see right. me on the, when they see me and him on YouTube, they relate because they're like, yo, that's the twins. That's, that's right. what I'm losing them. So right. we bring a 
we bring a familiar a familiarity to the movement and to the because we were well known, you know. What? Yep. We were well known in many different circles prior to, you know, hitting the streets and doing what we do now. You know what yep. I mean? I'm telling you, man, the reggae community is watching. Shabba's watching. Shaggy's watching. I'm telling you. I'm, I'm always yeah. so surprised, man. Yeah, you're gonna make me do a you're gonna make me do a roller girl remix for the brothers, man. If I know he's listening, I'm gonna go into my shabba mode, man. Don't yeah, do that. I gotta. Yeah, if I go to Miami and Bouncy's in the in the at the lecture, you know I'm gonna still make him come up there and be like, people, no, no, but. All we gonna do now with the gun line, with the with the gun delivery lyrics and the Batman lyrics, we just know the point of that Babylon now. That's right. You know what I'm if saying? I'm it's telling a you, interpretation of the lyric. If you got Spranger coming on our lines and coming on Blog Talk, you know the rest of them listening, man. Yeah, that's right. Because he's bringing them that he's bringing them that fire. That's right. Yo, study the Moors, study Kemet. You know, we had a classic episode. With Scott Evans, the legend, and, and, and y'all need to get y'all need to get Muta Baruka because Muta Baruka dropping some knowledge on uh, the cutting edge in Jamaica, man. He dropping yeah. information. Nah, we we, we need Muta Baruka. That's a legend. Call him. That's, call him. That's my boy. Please, let's line that up. That's an honor. My grandfather, wherever he's at in the universe, he's gonna be in the audience. Like, <laughs> let me see how you do this thing here. Like, yeah, that's important. You know, for the legacy. For the yeah, family, man. you know what I'm saying? For the vibes among them, we got to do that. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, thank you. I want to thank y'all very much, you know, just for allowing me to come on and, um, you know, and y'all just keep on doing what you're doing. We can only keep on any, riding any, to the top. Anytime, time, our, our home is yours, you know what I'm saying? Whenever, you. No, you know what I'm saying? You got it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'll be listening. I'm tuning in. All right. Peace. All right. Peace. Maybe by year 10, we'll get booked for a lecture. From King Simon. We still working though. A lot of mercy. Still working. A lot of mercy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. We um are going to go into hyperdrive now. You know. I definitely told the family that we got a treat in store. And it's about that time. Again, like I said, coupled with our anniversary, we're here celebrating the life and the legacy of a man who needs no introduction, but it's necessary and it's proper, the Prophet Noah Drew Ali, a man who has brought forth a philosophy, the ideology, which is misunderstood up until this very day, up until this very moment. But... Some people get it. And those who have got it are using it wisely. And not only have they seen results, but they also possess the vision to carry forward the work. So our next guest is within that vein. You know what I'm saying? Somebody going to come forth and share some information that's never been shared about the prophet. Yes. That can still be done. So, with no further ado, I want to open up the line for a caller from the 954. 
Peace. Welcome to Know the Ledge. Are you there? Greetings. Put the wrong line. Call us from the 323. Peace. Peace. It's long. Is it, is it, am I on? It's long. We're going to blame that on retrograde, but we in the building. Ah. Peace, family. Can you introduce yourself to our esteemed audience? Brother, I'm just your fellow brother, your brother, your brother man come to show you the way. That's it. I'm going by. That's, that's all. That's it. That's yep. all that's needed. That's it. <laughs> it's long, man. It's long, brother. So, as we mentioned, oh, yeah. you know, Let me, this is a, uh, huh? Oh, I didn't cut you off. Yeah, this is this is a an annual practice that we always participate in. We've never missed it in the six years of celebrating our anniversary. Our legacy is tied in to the Prophet's solar return. This is how we started, you know, the radio. This is the day we started it on, and this is one of the main reasons that we started it on this day. So, yeah, all you did was make it more of a reason to celebrate today. Just knowing that today is your anniversary for the Nota Ledge broadcast, Nota Ledge radio. So, happy anniversary to you and the Pell family. You know, and happy New Year to the the Moorish Nation. Happy Born Day to the Prophet. And happy, happy Holy Day to all Muslims all over the world. Because it was a Friday in which the first man was formed in flesh, and it was on a Friday in which the first man departed out of flesh. And for that reason, Friday is the yeah. holy day to all, for all Muslims all over the world. Uh, hotel to the brothers and sisters of the Kemetic tradition, and um, Shalom to the brothers and sisters holding fast to the Hebrew tradition. As you know, you know, I'm a Moorish American. I proclaimed my nationality back in 2002. And uh, so, you know, we honor all divine prophets, Jesus, Muhammad, Confucius, and Buddha, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. One of the things I want to address is old business. I honor the prophet by just clearing up some things for, for newbies, for people who might have never heard of the prophet, people that may not have ever you can heard of Morris Science, and it's gonna to come to some, it's gonna to come to a pleasant surprise at all. All the brothers and sisters who think they know who who or what the prophet did, you know. Um, so, like, I'm gonna share a little bit. I think it's gonna be beneficial for both the old Moors and the new Moors. Is that all right? Yes, indeed. The floor is yours. So, am I coming know. in clear? Because I, 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 I won't Man. be able to know. Hmm? Yeah. Am I coming through? Is my signal clear? Is my voice clear? I got a, um, my phone is kind of scratchy, so, but for the most part, yeah, I'm hearing everything you're saying. All right. Well, let me just make sure. Bye.
one one of the things I want to touch on is some a lot of a lot of I want to, I want to address detractors and the hatred first because our people need to learn to love instead of hate and then, and to know their higher self and their lower self. This is what the prophet can't teach us, can't teach us to be ourselves. So one of the things is you hear people say, "Oh, the prophet plagiarized this knowledge." First of all, the prophet never claimed to have written the circle seven. The prophet said, this is divinely prepared. Prepared. So if, I, if, I, if I'm coming, if I'm going to fly from Cali and come out to New York to eat with you, and you say, yo, I'm going to prepare a meal, I know you didn't, I know you didn't plant the, the, the uh, I know you didn't grow the quinoa. You know, I know you didn't, you know, piss out the sea moss. I know you prepared this meal. You're going to prepare it for me because, you know, I got an alkaline diet. I don't eat pork. I don't eat swine. I ain't smoking no cigarettes. I ain't smelling none. I don't drink alcohol. I ain't, I don't want no artificial sugar. I don't want artificial anything. Anything I'm going to consume is going to be electric. And you know I'm an electric being, so you're going to prepare that meal for an electric being. You're not saying that you, you're the farmer. You're not saying you're the devil. You're saying that you prepared it for me. You're preparing it with me in mind. So we can't continue to allow people to say, oh, the prophet plagiarized. He can only call a prophet a plagiarized if the prophet said, I wrote this. Or there's a book and there's his name on it, and then you look in there and you list the letters from the page and you can put them on somebody else's book and lay them down and it'll be the exact same words. And he's saying that he wrote that. Then the prophet is a plagiarizer. If he didn't, Say that or do that and cease calling him a plagiarist. That's A. The second thing is how, when we start stealing knowledge from other people. Knowledge has been stolen from us. We originated everything. So how are you going to call the originator a plagiarist and he ain't even say he wrote it? That shows you how much hatred we got for ourselves and how much so-called love we got for our oppressors. That's the first thing. Second thing is the prophet gave honor to our forerunner. So we can't even celebrate the prophet without celebrating our forerunner, the honorable Marcus Mosiah Garvey. He's the forerunner to the prophet. Why was he a forerunner? We need our own religion. We need our own God. We need our own land. And the prophet was sitting back there like, mm-hmm, we sure do. I got it coming. We right here. The land right here. Your name right here. But keep doing your business, brother. Another thing is, so we got to give, give props, honor to the honorable Marcus Mosiah Garvey. Let's not, let's not make no mistakes. Obama can't draw a crowd like Marcus did. There's nobody, no, no modern singers can draw a crowd like and get anybody to move like like our like our like the forerunner and like the prophets move the masses the Moorish hordes ain't nobody to this day move nobody like that. So we got to give credit where credit is due. There's an OG, a triple OG. We talking about Marcus Mosiah Garvey and the Prophet Noble Ali, Period. Every other organization got to come through the Moors. Elijah Poole Bay, who you know as Elijah Muhammad, came through the temple. Far Eel, who you know as Master Far Muhammad, came through the temple. 
OG. That five-pointed star been raised on our flag for thousands of years. Thousands of years. And you want to call yourself something that you are not? Let's address another thing. Don't call yourself black. You're not black. They'll say, oh, who created this language? The whole so-called white. They won't even say so-called white. The white man created this language. All right, you just called him God, and you just denied the contribution of your own ancestors. Let's just do a quick fact check when it comes to language. English comes from German. The first people to go into Germany came out of northern Africa, and it was a tribe called the Germantines, and they came straight out of northern Africa. So at worst, German is a corrupted African dialect. So who has the authority over language? German. We know that Latin, which encompasses French and encompasses Spanish, we know this came was developed by Tertullian, who was a Moor, who was in Carthage, which is northern Africa. So we can say at worst, French, Spanish, all of these are corrupted African dialects. So when we use words, we need to understand who made the words. We did. So who made us? Who made us the meaning of them? We did. So when we say what well, black is, black according to science means that, we're not saying that that's a European definition. How can it be a European definition? They ain't make no language out. Because they, they ain't even know how to speak. So we taught them how to speak. Every contribution we make or we do, we end up giving it to a European. And everything good that happens, you want to give it to a European. Everything bad that happens, you want to blame it on yourself. That's self-hatred. Our original color ain't black. We ain't colored. And we ain't black. Our original hue is olive. You can show and put that through science because we were original organic people. So what we ate, green foods, what do you think our complexion going to be? Olive. You run around calling yourself the way you get treated. You call yourself black, you answer the black, that's why you dying in the street. You can't play in that Caucasian for nothing. It's like our brother Hannibal said. How can the enemy destroy me? Let my brother open the gates. I got eight bullet wounds in my body. They ain't come from no European. I was out of line. We don't want to address the so-called black-on-black violence. How about addressing how everybody in the hood feels like somebody deserved it when they get on the ground? When they're laying on that ground, how many out there feel like he did something to deserve that? That's the degree of our hatred. That's not what we're dealing with at this present time. If we call ourselves more, will we have a, a black nationalism issue? Will our brother Malcolm have any, like, how many issues will it be alleviated just by us calling ourselves by our name? That's enough evidence for you. Because you got to see Europeans say it. So I just put together a few little factoids that you can pull up your internet. Pull up your www.google.com. Let me just drop a few little breadcrumbs for you to establish authority. Now we know the prophet is not a plagiarizer. Now we know we created language. Let's just deal with a little law. Now, in the Quran of Muhammad, P. 
peace be upon him. Surah 14. In other words, Surah 14, 4. Ibrahim, Ayah. Is written. And never have we sent forth any apostle otherwise than with a message in his own people's language so that he might make the truth clear unto them. Keep term in his own people's language, his own people's tongue. What language did the prophet Muhammad peace be upon speak? He spoke Arabia, the Arabic. You speak Arabic? Of course not. Our prophet spoke English. What language do you speak? English. In the Quran, we are told that the message was sent to every nation speaking their tongue. Go to www.com, www.google.com, and Google the Barbary Treaties. 1786, 1816, and friendship. Now, before I say this, I want you to say this. KPL is a powerful platform. What I'm going to share now, I feel, is an antidote for all this anti-Muslim rhetoric and all this pro-Christian rhetoric. Not the same thing against any Christians or anything against any, any organization. But this article, this treaty, which is still in effect to this day, Needs to be posted on your web on your website. Needs to be shared with your with your friends and your family. Everybody needs to know this treaty. At least know what I'm gonna share with you about this treaty. Because I'm only gonna share one article with you. Just know, like, know that this is a argument ender. Because you were taught that uh, this is a Christian society. That this was this this you know the rights. On these, on these shores were only for so-called white males, so-called white, white Anglo-Saxon Protestants, so on and so forth. You've been taught a very different history of this country, this land, these lands, than it actually is. So, but the thing is, we don't believe it through history books. We don't believe our brothers. So we got to find some European or find something that for for the brothers to say, oh, here's something true. But that is something. There is something to this. So this is this is a treaty. As a matter of fact, before, when, when, the, when the United States of America first declared independence, part of the Declaration of Independence and part of just a certain sovereignty is the, the ability to, to write and enforce law. And law is written and enforced through legislation. When you see bills and, 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 and uh, articles of, uh, rather, when you see bills being passed and so forth, these are not necessarily law. See, a treaty, the only, the only thing that can supersede our Constitution is our treaty. It's treaties. Treaties are international in scope. So there's treaties that remain on the books, meaning they got to get renewed every 50 years. This is one such treaty. So this is the Treaty of Peace and Friendship. This was signed at Tripoli November, 11th, November 4th, 1796. So this is from 1796. This treaty is still on the books. It's called the Treaty of Peace and Friendship. This is signed at Tripoli, November 4th, 1796. This was signed by the United States. 
Let me just read a little backdrop. It's a treaty of peace and friendship signed at Tripoli November 4th, 1796, uh, 3 Ramadan, IAH 1211, and at Algiers, January 3rd, 1797, 4 Rajab, AH 1211, original in original Arabic, submitted to the Senate May 29th, 1797, message of May 26th, 1797, resolution of advice and consent June 7th, 1797, ratified by the United States June 10th, 1797, as to the ratification, generally seated notes proclaimed January, I mean, rather, Jane 10, 1797. The following 14 pages of Arabic are a reproduction of the text in the original treaty book. First, the pages of the treaty in left to right order of pagination, and then the receipt and the note mentioned, according to the Barlow translation. Barlow is the name of the plenipotentiary, or what you call a diplomat. His name was Joe Barlow, who was the one, the American diplomat, or American plenipotentiary that. Uh, organized the signing of this document. So Barlow translation in Article 10. Following the Arabic and in the same order is the translation of Joe Barlow as written in the treaty book, the 12 articles of the treaty, the receipt, and the note, and after these, in the approval of David Humphreys from the same document, which is fully described in the notes. And mind you, this treaty was signed and proud. This, 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 this treaty was signed still in the books. Treaty of Peace and, Peace and Friendship between the United States of America and Bay, and the Bay, and subjects of Tripoli of Barbary. I just want to direct you to Article 11. Article 11 says, as the government of the United States of America is not in any sense founded on the Christian religion, I repeat, this is, a, this is in the law, on the books, in this country, as the government of the United States of America is not in any sense founded on the Christian religion. I'm going to repeat it again. As the government of the United States of America is not in any sense founded on the Christian religion, as it has in itself no character of enmity against the laws, religion, or tranquility of Muslim Muslim men is another word for saying Muslim men or Muslim, Muslim men. So in other words, what this, what this statement is saying is the government wasn't in any way, any sense, founded on the principles of Christian religion. It has in itself no character of enmity, meaning we don't, we don't hate Muslim men or Muslim men for their laws, their religion, or their tranquility, or their peace. So, so then not only do they say that this country is not founded on the principles of Christian religion, it's also saying that we don't have anything against Muslim people, you know, and that, that is against their laws, their religion, or their tranquility. And as the said states never have entered into any war or act of hostility against any Mohammedan nation. So all this stuff that, um, what's the Union Society's um, Republican um, hopeful? What's his name? Uh, Donald Trump. He needs to read this. As the said states have never entered into any war or act of hostility against any Mohammedan nation, it is declared by the parties that no pretext arising from religious opinion shall ever produce an interruption of the harmony existing between the two countries. That's still on the books. So if this country is not, if this government is not in any way on the 
founded on? That's the first question. Any intelligent individual, any any individual following the conversation, reading along those lines, seeing for themselves that first statement, they want to ask themselves, okay, yes, I learned in every, the impression I'm given is that this is a so-called white, so-called Christian society. This is my deepest impression of this place. But here you see in law, 1797, that's what, three, bring us to 1800, 100, 200, plus 16, 2019, that's 219 years ago. And it's still on the books. So they are telling you something here, very important, in treaty, which supersedes the Constitution. That's first. I mean, that's, that's three. That's just one of the little things I wanted to put, put on you. Now I'm going to calm down because I want to share some more delightful things with y'all, some juice, some knowledge for the knowledge seekers. But you got any questions for me, Paul? You know how I am, brother. Like, you, know I'm, you know how I am. No, please continue. You're flowing. Okay, good. So that's the first thing. Those those are some things. If anybody ever want to dispute, oh, how is he really a prophet of Islam? Direct him to the surah. If somebody ever want to say, oh, no, this is a Christian nation, direct them to their own treaty that was written by their own hand, that was signed in law by their own president, and that is continually uh, renewed every 50 years by whichever president is in uh, office. Now, take out a dollar bill. Everybody needs to have a dollar bill. Just have it in your mind. We're bright people. You can visualize a dollar bill. Be better to see it. But a single dollar bill, and our dollar bill is the, is the only one like it in the world, you'll find two seals on this dollar bill, on our currency. Every other seal, look at, look at, look at, look at the currency of every other nation on the planet, and you will see a seal in the middle. But you never see a currency with two seals. Now, this is this is going to be something hard to swallow for all the people that will say, oh, the dollar's plummeting and all this other stuff. You don't know you. See, our people don't know who we are. We don't know who we are, so we can't value ourselves. We have no idea. So when you look at this dollar bill, you see two seals. Why is there two seals on our currency and not two seals on any other currency on the, on the continent, on, in all the continents? Why? Why is there two seals? Now, when you look at two seals on your dollar bill, here's a funny joke. Which seal do you actually, which seal do you think is yours? I'll go ahead and just, just stop twisting your arm. There's two seals because there's two societies. There's the union society and there's our society. Which seal do you think is your seal? Common sense tells you it's a pyramid. You built it. But when you see this union society president, given his communications, you always see the federal seal, but you never see the national seal. Country is the way it is because our society is not functioning because we don't love ourselves. We don't know ourselves. We hate ourselves. We can't point the finger. We got everything we need. All right. On this seal, you see Novus Ordo Seclorum, New Order of the Ages. What's that talking about? 
Now, what I want you to do is flip your dollar bill upside down to where the ones are pointing downward. And look at your dollar bill and look at the seal. That is our seal. That is the pyramid seal. And look at it upside down. Now, the light is supposed to be emblematic of light at its highest point. But if you notice, if you take your finger and trace along the pyramid walls to the right, you will find that there's a shadow being cast on the pyramid. Now, the sun's highest point cast down over this type of figure, geometric figure, will not cast any shadows. Yet clearly the light is placed directly above the pyramid. In this case, now that we've uh, inverted the dollar bill and look at the seal, we'll see that it's directly above. What you notice is that there is a shadow being cast. That shadow is a seven and a circle. It's the only shaded area on the pyramid. And if you pull up any circle seven Quran, you will see that we have a seven and a circle, just like on your dollar bill, a seven and a circle on our seal. Paul, you having a hard time seeing that seven? It's clear as day, but it was hidden in plain sight until it was pointed out to me years ago. So, you know, once you yeah. know what you're looking for, it's right there. Heaven in a circle. Now, you see our prophet. You see our prophet standing with five on the left and two on the right. We know five and two equals seven. But why is the prophet holding up five on the left and two on the right? We got to look to science to answer these questions. First of all, the prophet taught us something very simple. He said, what is man? Any of y'all brothers know what the prophet said man is? Just so I won't seem like I'm pulling stuff out of my head. Anybody? That man is mine. He said, man is a sort of a law manifested in flesh. If you had to give a word, to a single word to describe what a thought, well, other than man, what a thought of a law manifested in flesh is for a layman. Can you think of a word to describe a single word to describe that in its entirety? Man. Yeah, other than man. Other than man? Mm-hmm. A thought manifest of a law manifested in flesh. What might that no. look like? Melanated man. All right, I'm going to stop twisting your arm. One of the signs that people deal with is the I Ching. And the I Ching is six lines. The two line and the five line are in harmony in the I Ching, in the, in the hexagram. The two and the five in harmony. Mind you, we honor all divine prophets, Jesus, all divine prophets, Jesus, Muhammad, Confucius, Buddha, etc. So I'm bringing up the hexagram, I mean, hexagram of the I Ching because it, it, is, it, is, it is also a system that was divinated by one of our, one of the prophets, that we, divine prophets that we honor. So in other words, when I say we honor all divine prophets, I mean I study, master each system that is associated with each prophet. So one of the systems that our people dealt with, deal with, or what I deal with, that we deal with, is the I Ching. The second and the fifth line of the I Ching have a very special relationship. Anybody on there study I Ching know anything about the relationship between the two and five line other than the fact that they are in harmony? Nah, still learning. They're also 
two and two and the two line and the fifth line are called lines of projection. Projection. Now let's go back to man being a thought of a law manifested in flesh. And let's deal with the two and the five being planes. You see where I'm going? Indeed. See, he's demonstrating something very profound. Another thing is, for example, and I'm going to tell you why I know this, or, or, or give you an example of how I know this. Look at the two and five, and what you'll learn is also that 25, the two, five, 25, these are what, this is what you call untouchable numbers. You ever heard that before? I have it. So, yeah, it's a literal term. You can look it up right on Wikipedia. They give you a sequence of numbers. The two, the five, 25, it's on specific numbers. As a matter of fact, when you see these numbers, that's when you're going to go back. You're going to revisit your law of 44. You're going to say, oh, my gosh. But this is what's being put forth and done was demonstrated before our eyes. One of the things the prophet did, and I talked I talk to you about this, but nobody's ever said this. One of the things the prophet's doing on Savior's Day, he used to, he used to act out a myth. But our people would never know what myth he was acting out because our people didn't know. You know, we up from slavery. We fresh up from slavery. Our people didn't, people wasn't reading, people wasn't steeped in knowledge like that, you know? Uh, but anyway, one of the things the prophet did on Savior's Day, he would have all of the members of the temple tie him up. They would bound him. You know, get your ropes and bound me. Tie the knot as tight as you as tie the knots as tight as you can. Any kind of knot you want to use. And then what'll happen is moments later, he'll appear, you know, all unraveled. He was acting out the uh, the Gordian knot myth. You ever heard of Gordian knot? Yeah, no, I haven't. Is that yeah. something that like Gordian in them too? That again? I said, is that something that Houdini and them used to do? Who? Houdini. Houdini. Yeah, exactly. So what I'm going to is what they study, which is not theory. See, before there was string theory, there was not theory. The prophet knew not theory. It forms the basis of algebra, geometry, so on and so forth. See the prophet, the Gordian knot is a is a is a is a, a quote unquote myth about whoever can whoever will loosen the Gordian knot will rule all of Asia. Mm. Whoever will loosen the knot will rule all of Asia. You know the prophet came teaching us that we're Asiatics. He called us by our name. So in other words, what I'm saying is when the prophet, you got the seven on the circle. I can't I can't reveal everything, but one of the things I just wanted to share is that when it comes to his, his the symbolism, when you see the prophet, his body language, like he's standing on a square, which is 90 degrees, put number five and a two, five on the left, two on the right. You know, we live in a duality. We experience him through our so-called five senses or our, our in essence, our five limbs. You know, this is deep symbology that's in the prophet's literature. I I hope that every more do what I did, which is copy out the circle seven by hand. Because only then will you begin to see what's actually going on there. You know, there's a chapter for every Friday in the year, no more, no less, 
there's certain words mentioned only once. Certain things about that, you know, and he said it's divinely prepared, prepared. Like I prepared it for, she prepared it specifically for us. You know, the circle stuff. And then there's other literature that the prophet wrote. I suggest reading everything that the prophet said, everything the prophet wrote. The prophet was not born outside of a time. In other words, he was born, in other words, we, we measure time not by years, etc., but we measure time by cycles and ages. The prophet was born in this cycle. So he's not like our other prophets who were born outside of these cycles. The prophet was born in this cycle. That's why nationality is still the order of the day. It's beautiful to call ourselves who we are. You know, I never, I've been on Facebook five years. You'll never find a single post where I call any of my brothers and sisters black, ever. Not once. I don't need to. I know our names. That was part of the cleansing is just putting everything in its right and proper context. I can't look at something and call it what it's not. I can't look at you and call you black when you're clearly not that. I can't look at Caucasians and call them white when they're clearly not that. Anybody that's doing that is out of their mind. So the brother that was saying that, you know, Obama is focusing on insane people. Our people need to, we need our heads checked. We need our nationality because we're calling ourselves by things that we're not. We really don't know how to count. We really don't know what time it is. This is a special day, actually. We are actually, if you, again, go back to the I Ching, you know, the I Ching is actually interlocked with the astrological wheel. You can't know, can't even really appreciate astrology without appreciating the hexagrams. And you can't appreciate the hexagrams and the astrology without appreciating the Kabbalah. And you can't appreciate the Kabbalah, the hexagrams, and astrology without appreciating the Hindu chakra system. And all these things are interconnected into one system, and we talked about this. And the fact is that that system was revealed on the prophet's birthday. Today is when this system that I'm referring to was revealed. It's a continuity. Things had to keep moving. Things, we are a part of a divine and national movement, meaning it did not stop. It's still going. One of our biggest problems, I think, is that we don't know this one little simple phrase the prophet used to say. There's but two things in the world, truth and falsehood. We exaggerate so much. We have a problem with saying, I don't know. I don't know. And then we have a problem with learning from people that we so-called don't like. Chemistry is chemistry. Like, you're going to feel something from people. Like, you're going to have things where you got a basic mechanics like love and hate or compromise and all these different things. Like, that's not, like, in other words, there's, there's attraction and repulsion. There's compromise. There's companionship. We have a mixture, a melange of chemistries that go on between two individuals. We don't have to take, just because we don't, well, this is, this is my way. My way was that I did not, it did not matter, you know, uh, what people said about somebody. That was never going to be a deterrent for me seeing for myself or learning for myself whatever it is I was able to learn from that individual. And I've been that way for years. I made my mind up a long time ago to be that way. Over a decade ago, I made a conscious decision to say, you know what, I'm going to learn how to read things that I don't really feel like reading, and I'm going to learn how to listen to people that I don't feel like listening to, and I'm going to learn how to, you know, stomach and tolerate things. This is not for everybody. This is not everybody's way. This could make some people really sick. But I'm just saying, this is just something that I did. And our people don't, we, but all of us can say, I don't know. Because there's but two things in the world, truth and falsehood. See, our thing is we want to sensationalize things. Our thing is, you know, we want to eat and we want to sensationalize things in order for us to eat. 
So we fabricate and we make things up. That means that what we're sharing is inherently inauthentic. You know, but what I what it is is I can't live without there. Like I got to give hints to the system because it's a continuity and it continues. And those of us who went through the proper literature and combed it word for word, and because me, I never joined any other organization. Now I grew up, and I want to say the first things I learned was you know the lessons from Proper Sin Nation, you know the the, um, the the alphabet, the supreme mathematics, the one swing. All these things were very instrumental in my education. You know, but when I came to the temple, when I came to the temple, the more scientific America, I said, you know, this is it right here. Because I was taught race. You know, when I was three years old, I ran upstairs. Mom, I told my mom, I said, Mom, this girl with all this lotion all over her face took my toy. My mom said, the girl with lotion all over her face, come on, boy, grab my hand, ran me downstairs. It was a Caucasian girl. And my, by then I had learned how to my colors, and I learned how to read and write. So my mom spent the rest of that night trying to convince me that the girl was white. She said, BJ, she white. I said, Mom, she's not white. This is what white looks like. I thought she had lotion all over her face. It's the same thing when people say, oh, you know, when New Year's comes, so-called New Year's, the year ain't over with yet. Like, not, not the truth. And, uh, you know, in other words, the Moorish New Year begins today. But, you know, when it comes to the science, we ain't even done yet. January 1st is a Roman Catholic holiday. It's a mandatory Roman Catholic holiday. So all the brothers and sisters that call themselves Muslim and call themselves Kemetic and call themselves Egyptian, they're saying Happy New Year. All you're doing is saying Happy Birthday to the devil. I don't know when the last time I said Happy New Year or Merry Christmas. We have walking contradictions. We'll say, oh, yeah, words have power. Words have meaning. Words have this, have that. And we'll turn around and call each other what we're not. Turn around and celebrate something that has absolutely no basis in science. Nothing happened January 1st, just another day. And we drinking and celebrating and screaming and happy this and happy that. That's why we, we are duped. People that don't know, they ain't hearing my voice. They don't know. They duped for the rest of the year. They duped. There's absolutely nothing going on other than just the movement of basic, basic motions. Like me, I know it's the end of the year coming. Like, I'm still working. I'm working just, I'm working harder than I worked for, for, for earlier this year because I want to finish off strong. To honor the cycles. We got to measure things by cycles. See, my brothers and sisters don't got the measurements. See, I, that's why I'm, I can't beat us up and harangue us and chastise us and criticize us because our brothers and sisters don't know. Like, we got this thing where it's like, we think it's a us fight. In other words, there's a brother and sisters who say, oh, we know, and they don't know. But those that are saying that we know, don't know. Now, my question is who among them know they don't know? It's better to say, you know, I don't know about this, but here, let's just check it out. I don't know how this is right here. I'm not sure about this right here, but here, let's just see what it is about. If it's not about anything, so what? Forget about it. We'll move on to something else. We want to be so sure about something that we know ain't true or that we think ain't true or that we don't know is true. Why defend what you do not know is real? We think it's not important what we call ourselves, but we'll say words have power. We'll say in the beginning was the word. We'll say these things and then we'll act contrary. See, we are who our ancestors were without doubt or contradiction. That's the prophet's word. Why did he say we are who we who our ancestors were without? Why did the prophet say we are who our ancient forefathers were without doubt or contradiction? Because he know how we are. 
No, I ain't that no more. I'm this. I'm black. I'm orange. I'm this. I'm that. I'm this. I'm that. And if you look at the word black and you just break it down, you take B, L, A, C, K, and you, know, you see the K, be lat. You're lat. I don't even want to call myself something that got something in it like that. See, and more it is, at least there's more. You know, that's a basic thing, like a basic frequency. More and black. Like, it never, I don't know if for you, I don't know for you, for, for me, it never rang right. It just never did. I loved Asiatic. It sounded right. I love African. It sounded right. I love Asiatic more, you know? I loved it. I loved it. I heard it the first time. I never joined any organization other than more Science of America. And when I joined, I felt like I was a part of what belonged to me. I felt like I was a part of my society. And I'm going to tell you the first time I actually realized, not the first time, but I'm going to tell you the first time I experienced something that where a European let me know, hey, you know, and I, I'm not one of those that proselytize. Like, you can't see me on Facebook saying, oh, you this, you that, you do, do, do. I'm not going to do it. When, when somebody called me, asked me to talk a little bit, I'm going to share some, share some light. But I recall when I was 24, I was riding in Virginia, chest deep. I had my license and I had registration on me. I had left out real quick. I was dropping a friend of mine off on college campus. Coming back, get pulled over. I just remember the prophet's words. He said, you know, just, you know, speaking in a reasonable tone. And the guy, you know, pull, you pull me over. You know, you tell lights. I said, yeah. I said, let me tell you something. I said, I don't have my license. I don't have my registration. I don't have anything. He looked at me like, what? I have nothing. I said, no, nah, I just left out real quick because I was dropping my friend up on the couch camp. Right there. On Fox State. He said, like, let me get your name. I gave him my name. He came back. He said, man, you can't be out here like that. Don't ever be riding like that. You go on about your, go on about your business. And I left. So I'm still riding around on this, this light. I need to get the light fixed. I'm struggling. You know, I'm substitute teaching. I'm doing papers for money. I'm doing a whole bunch of stuff. But I'm just not, you know, I'm not, I'm right-minded, not tuned to this plane, so I'm not taking care of business. So I'm riding again one day with the light out, back to the light out at night. See, in Chesapeake, I come in South Norfolk, bus and left. I seen the, the popo was coming out as I was going in. So I kind of sped up because I'm like right there on the corner. Boom, bust the left. Boom, bust left again. He done turned around, came, boom, put the lights on. I done hopped out the car. I got a rope. I got weed. I had was blowing some weed and everything. So Popo's got out the car and said, hey, get back in your car. I said, you get out of my car. I'm out of my car. You didn't put your license on. You didn't pull me over. It's my house. You're on my property. Blah, 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 blah. So he goes up. He grabs me. And I'm like, yo, I'm not about to let you grab handle me like that. You need to call your security. He's like, you resisting arrest? I said, I'm not resisting arrest because I'm not under arrest because you didn't put your license on. So I'm like, so he's standing there. He got his hand on me. And I'm so much stronger than him. It's like, it's just so funny to me. Like, I got somebody not even a part of my society. Just, you know, he's got his hands on me. I could just crack his neck if I felt like it. But I was like, you know, call your superior. So they ended up taking me down to Chesapeake Jail. I ended up getting released on my own reconnaissance, so I got up here in court. So I go get my tail light fixed, I appear in court. But when I go to court, I go to court with my fez on. I got my poncho on. I got my suit on. I got all my regalia on. I got my money to pay my fee, too. But I'm like, I'm going to go in here. I ain't taking my fez off. I'm just going here as myself. I walk into this crowded Packed courtroom in Chesapeake. I mean, it was packed because I was about 15 minutes late. Traffic court. I walk in. As soon as I walk in, the judge look at me from the back. Like, he's just sitting on the bench. And everybody's in this packed. I'm talking about this packed courtroom, traffic court. He looked at me. Then he looked at the the uh, the officer that stands in the court. Looked at him. 
court officer then, court officer comes over to me. He said, are you in the right room? I said, apparently, and I showed him my, my, my information on my, on my slip. Now, by this time, it's causing a minor disturbance because he, he was in the middle of presiding over some traffic dispute. And he stopped what he was doing, then motioned to the dude, and he came back to me, and then he went back over to him. All right. Now, when that happened, everybody looked back at me, looked back at the judge, looked like that. The court officer comes back over to me, walks me back to walks me to the front of the courtroom. Everything's solid now. I'm just being looked at. And the judge that was presiding over the current case, he got up, walked into the, the side courtroom, and then the officer, court officer walks me into the courtroom, walked me to the side courtroom, and it was an empty courtroom. There was nobody in there. It was me, the judge, the arresting officer. That was it. It was the same judge that was presiding over the case. As soon as I walked in the door, he stopped me and said, when that happened, I was like, I was rocked. Like, oh, what just happened? That's when I know, like, yo, it's something to our identity. And I'm not the type to be, you know, I'm not the type that, I know there's a lot of brothers that done went much further in trying to explore this and that. But I find that just being economically solvent, just being yourself, I find that works. You know, it does. Like, you don't, like the brother was saying, you don't got to go too far left, really. You don't. It's just really about knowing yourself because really it's, really they just looking to see what you know. When it comes to your nationality, he just didn't want me to open my mouth in that courtroom. Under no circumstances did he want any of the so-called Negroes in that courtroom to hear anything that I was about to say. And he was willing to risk embarrassment. And that's one thing I learned about Europeans. They're willing to risk embarrassment. We're not. We got five divine principles, and five is also an untouchable number. Love, truth, love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. We, our prophet said, that's what we're here to live, live, according, live our lives according to. Love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. He said, our laws are not to overthrow the laws of the said government, but to obey hereby. Why do I say that? Because no other society requires you to live according to love, truth, to be a member. You don't got to live according to love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice to be a member of the union society, to be a member of any society. They don't ask that you do that. Our nation does because we are a holy and clean nation. Now, what does that amount to? It amounts to us always being in the right place at the right time and our right and proper person, our right and proper mind. Now, yeah, there's more knowledge on the table. Not stuff that, you know, there's a system, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's, there's, there's things going on. We're going to have to make a way this year, me and the pills, because and, I really don't mess with too many people like that, to get this knowledge out to this platform. It's not something I'm making up. I'm not one of those guys that make stuff up. I'm not, like, I, my work, Paul knows what my work is. My work is with this mundane plane, you know. People talk about quantum mechanics, but I'm turning five dollars into five thousand, and I don't ask nobody for anything. I don't market anything. I'll never sell my people anything again in my life. It's because I'm just I'm not at that vein anymore. I take mine from the rich, legally and lawfully, through optimization and speculation, using the science that using our science, using Moorish science. And you got to know what the prophet said. You got to know what he wrote. You got to reread. You got to go back. You got to do your now. You got to do your one two all over again. You know, um, yeah, man. I love our prophet, man. You know, I love our prophet because I could I, I could tell the love that he had for our people. I could tell if I was around him that I never have to feel like I never have to watch my back around him. 
that's the type of love we got to start to have for each other. Like, we got to, can we say, like, I can just turn mm-hmm. my back, like, you know what I mean? I can just turn my back. Can I can the fall, like, right, there. right there. What do you say, brother? I said that should be the prerequisite right there. Yeah, man. That's what I, I was just like thinking. I spent a lot of time alone. You know that. And I was just thinking like who, like, like nobody got to work. Now, like no, anybody, like people will immediately, when you come around me, you either going to feel threat or security because you're going you're gonna to feel threat if you are not about that life. You're going to feel security if you are about that life. You know, and I spend a lot of time alone because we have not gotten to that point we could love ourselves, which brings me back to with Sabi. I mentioned Sabi. Sabi brought our true diet back, alkaline diet. Because the prophet, even if you read chapter 7, it says man shamelessly strikes down and eats the beast, and it's for man in his fallen state. So in other words, what you said, where you see the prophet prepared that is saying that, yo, we're vegetarians. And you would hear, you would hear, um, hear Sabi talk about, um, like, I don't need food. I breathe. I'm a breath. Or you hear, like, even though, you know, Sadie basically um, checkmated Loela because Loela wasn't backing his stuff up with, with, with actual factual stuff initially. Might have made changes by now. But point is, you heard Loela and the African holistic health, holistic health say breatharian. That's the first time I heard it. But I'm reading, I'm looking at Sadie, and Sadie was doing the breatharian thing. But if you look at our circle seven, you will hear us talk about the holy breath that this is what man is to unfold into, the holy breath. Because, you know, in the beginning was the word. Well, what carries the word? Breath breath carries the word. So there's something very deep about that. And But to be able to, you know, to do that, we must, some things we, we got to take care of first to get to that place to be able to do that. But for now, we can stop eating acid foods. Like, I promise you, I would not have been able to do this work that I'm doing now without making that adjustment to the all-alkaline diet, all-cell food diet. You know, I had to make that switch. I literally was not, like, I was eating, you know, the, the, the shrimps that cost $50 and the, and, the, and, the, and, the, and the salmon that cost all this money. Like, and I wasn't getting anything from it. I don't care how organic they want to label it. I had the best, I ate the best food you could eat from the matrix out of er- everywhere. and I can I can attest that it wasn't until I started doing this work or getting to the to the place where I was in this work that I literally my system was like brain was dialing out on me like I really was feeling my own limitations like man my will and my spirit is stronger than my body right now because I don't have the right fuel in it and see the truth is fuel determines your direction literally a carnivore and a herbivore have two different directions in life a carnivore yeah. Another thing is too, there's 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 karma. There's karmic consequences to consuming your you know, your fellow creatures. There's there's karma to that and it's coming. And I I advise strongly advise, like I said before, not to be eating meat. I advise to make the adjustment, but now, you know, but I'm saying, you know, you better make that adjustment soon. We're 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 gonna, we're gonna save our secrets, we're gonna have our time, we're gonna talk about people about that in particular. But you know, um, our diet has to change. Like even um, Sabi talked about how he met Elijah, and, and during the food, during the time when he was eating, Elijah looked at the people and said, "Hey, we know we don't need to be eating meat, right? You know." So that's why I think Sabi championed Elijah because Elijah was making that direction towards food. Um, and there's a reason. There's a lot of reasons. You see, 
that's another thing. Like I, I say, like, it's like uh, it's time to come home. It's time to come back home. Really, it's time to come back to the fold. It's time to come back home. It's time to stop calling yourself what you're not. It's time to start being yourself. Like we got to come back into the fold. I promise you that we just stood together. We don't need to lift a hand to throw a single blow. We won't need to because we feed the ones that eat us. We feed who eats us. This beast can't eat if you unless unless you feed it. This is a beast for a reason. Starve the beast, meaning don't call him what he isn't. Call him what he is. Don't eat the food that he prepared for you. Prepare your own food. Think about this. And I was telling Paul this. The word fool and the word good aren't too, like you look at God, like F and G, one space apart. F-O-D, G-O-D, F-O-O-D, G-O-O-D. Your food is your God. Your food is your God. Think about the, the whole story of Adam and Eve. What was it that, that caused the fall? Consumption. Consumption. What do you think it was that it was eaten? Think about it. If, if you know, think about that. Our people, look, you, like, how can we, how can I put this? Yeah, they can be, they can be, we have no room for, we, like, in other words, how can I put this? I just got to put it straight. Like, we can only be who we are. We can't, we can't, we, we can only be who we are. There's a, there's a certain diet that's consistent with us. You know. And it was a Mexican that taught safety. And when you think about it, you know, the prophet said that a Mexium is the first true and divine name of Africa from which we get the word Mexico. And it was a Mexican that taught safety. You know, the logic, just a pure basic logic. How logical was that? to say, hey, when you took the African from Africa, did you take his food with him? And we know it was circle seven code. It was a and and that logic stood right up in court. And that showed me, you know, like you can't argue with truth. You can't, because you know they have every type of detractor you could think of sitting in that courtroom ready to debunk the brother. Every, and why brothers from other brothers from other communities have not stepped forth to embrace this brother and make him a mainstay in the situation? If, the, if not embrace the brother, just embrace the diet. Just champion the diet. You, ain't gotta champion, you, don't, you don't want to champion the messenger, champion the message. You ain't got to champion the messenger, you can champion the message. He probably had a point where he'd be like, so what? Yeah, just champion the message. I don't care what you like. Because when people get to that place, we get to that place. People that do real work, we get to the place like it's like, you know what? I got enough recognition from what I do for myself. Just, I don't care who you say got it. Just, just, just get it. And that's, I think, I think, you know, but we do need to give credit what credit is due. We need to give recognition what recognition is due. You know, um, this brother stood up in the courtroom. And because to me, I think that Sabi, um, Really well, I want to say his contribution, dietary contribution. We gotta eat right. Like I think, like the leaders, if your leader is sitting down eating a fucking pork, she's my name, sitting down eating a pork chop, you got the wrong leader. You do. 
I see a lot of brothers. They think they got like because what it does is it poisons your mind. Like we we don't. It takes it take it take a good cleansing to be able to see somebody sick, and until you clean, you can't see sickness. So it's like, mm. you know, people don't think that it got something to do with your decision making. You people think that what you put on your fork is not going to affect your judgment, and it does. You see what I'm saying? So we got to be a, like the prophet said. The, you know, John the Baptist represented purity. And Jesus the Christ represented love. So before you can even experience love, you must experience purity. Purity is going to be experienced. Like if you're eating a pure alkaline diet, you went to a fast and cleansing, and you want to you want an alkaline diet. Purity. We, these are things we don't want to deal with. We want to listen to the brother drop some actual facts before he's smoking a cigarette. Me, when I used to smoke cigarettes, I never want to smoke in public. Like I taught, I taught school. I taught seventh grade communication skills in English for about four, really, for a few years, and I never let those children see me smoke. It was a contradiction, but I just—it was just—it's something disgusting. It was something disgusting about it. It was disgusting. Then I learned, you know, they got sugar in the tip of a cigarette and all this other crazy kind of stuff. I'm thinking like, oh, tobacco is some kind of way is natural, some kind of way. Until I started to learn about what was amalgamated, what was created you know, what was fabricated and all this. And I really feel like it's, like, another thing is, too, what's clear to me is, listen to me, Morris, the European is not our problem. He can't even, man, man. Look, I'll tell you like this. If it's just one of you and it's 30 of them, you are still the majority. You go in a room. It could be, it could be, it could be fifty of them, and just one of you. You are still the majority. I can show them through that through science. Why? Because you could take, you could take a, one Asiatic, one European, put them in a room full of European women. If the European mate with the mate with the, the if the European mate with the, in other words, what I'm saying is, you could take one Asiatic and European women. Yeah, and every time that baby gonna come out more like the Asiatic. Genetically, any, any type of this is what our sister, Dr. Francis Trust Watson. Can I add yes. on, please? Yes, run it, run it, brother. She said, she said, it doesn't matter your political affiliation. It don't matter mm. your tax bracket. It don't matter your iTunes playlist. It doesn't mm. matter if you're in a black college. It don't even matter if you got a black girlfriend. If I'm in the room, I remind you of the fact that you are not human. Remember, you we don't live with this psychosis, so it's hard for us to grip it. Any room that they're in, when you remind them of who you are, because you could produce color, because you have something as an indicator of being, you know, of color that means something with melanin, with with life, they have a psychotic or a psychosis where if they can't have it, they'll hate you. Okay? There's a receptive gene to make them marvel at your features. And that's a fact. That's a fact. So like the brother said, if one of us is in a room and it's ten of them, it's different than if one of them is in a room and it's ten of ours. Mm-hmm. Okay? 
the, the magnetic attraction has never been the same. You know what I mean? It's more of a repelling energy. More of a, remember, the most, remember this, the most, the longest lasting relationship on the earth and the longest running and the best relationship on this planet is between a parasite and a host. There's no other relationship on this planet that trumps that one. Okay? So when you figure out who the parasite is, you let me know. And when you figure out who the host is, you let me know. And that's the problem with the people's minds. They think right. that they are parasites. When in, when, in, when, in, when in reality, they are the host. So, like the brother said, there's a genetic beast taking place. You feel me? Nothing personal, family. Hold on. This shit goes family, down to molecular um, levels. I got a special guest I want to open the line for right now while y'all are dialoguing. You know, she has a little authority on what's being said here as well. Call her for 424-200. Peace, are you there? Oh, okay. Hold on. There you go. Welcome to No Delays Radio, Mama Pell. Yes, we can. Okay, I said good evening. I'm No Delays family and and your guests and uh, Uh your brothers. Yeah, I love that, Mama Pell. Yep. Welcome. Yeah, hi. Yeah, I just. I just had, I was listening to the lessons tonight. Um, I want to thank the brother. I, I came in, I didn't hear his name, but I, but I heard, I heard all the information, all that true information he was sharing with us. So I want to, I want to thank him for that. What's the brother's name? Brian. Nice to meet you. Nice Brian. to finally meet you. Honored for you and all your work you've done. Well, thank you. Thank you. It's it's men like you. <laughs> Trust me, it's men like you that um is the reason why I'm you know I have I have uh the light I have today. And and that's really the truth. A lot many men like you were in Harlem in the um seventies, um as I as I traveled with my father and went to the barber shops with him and walked around Harlem with him and he introduced me to his his friends. Um, you know, I would you know, they would sit and talk. And mm-hmm. so I heard a lot of truth uh from those other men in Harlem. So it's it's always important to, you know, tell the truth and um when you know the when you know all the uh the history you know, to just talk it. You see what I'm saying? Because it's better talking that than talking the stats of basketball and baseball and football, which, you know, a lot of the a lot of that talk happens all the time. Right. See? Mm-hmm. And if it was more, if it was more of what you shared with us tonight, and that's not to say that's not to take away from, you know, the brothers knowing all of that stuff. You see, and talking it all the time in their little social circles, but when more of what you were talking about gets talked about and then the brothers go home and they share that with this, with their, their mate. And then they, they share that with their children and it, it, it'll change everything. 
Mm-hmm. It will. It will change everything. It really will. Because a lot of that information that I heard, some of it, some of what you said tonight, I heard that when I was 12 years old, but I didn't understand what I was hearing. But what they used to tell, what, what some of my friends, my father's friends used to say is that, because they would look at me and I'd be sitting there and I'd be a little upset because I want to be outside playing, you know, with my friends in the playground. But they were saying that your brain is like a recorder and you are recording this information. And somewhere in your life journey, um, it, like as you journey, the, it's like your tape. Your brain is like a tape recorder, so you're you're recording now, and it'll all be on pause. And then when certain life situations occur, the play button will come on, and all this information this information will come up at the right time under the right circumstances. I would listen, I would listen to them and think they were crazy, <laughs> but you know, I lived to see that what they told me was the truth. You know, they, there was nothing about anything they said that ever was revealed to be a lie. So like you said, there's this, there are two things. What did you say earlier? Truth and falsehood. Yeah, yeah. And and I that is, that is true. Absolutely huh. true. So I want to thank you again. Well, thank you, Molly. I mean a lot. I mean the world and me coming from you. Oh, yes, definitely. Yes, indeed, Mom, and um, I got to hear your interview with Brother Rich. It was dynamic, wonderful information. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, you know, sure the family in Florida can look forward to getting the dosage of that. And for the yeah. family that's listening online, go to Underground Railroad and, uh, you know, take a listen. Yeah. It's definitely worth it. You know, um, I can I can say that um, in 1981, when I met Sabi on our um, on your grandfather and your grandmother's uh, birthland, the island of, of Saint Croix, I was a very quiet person up until um, I met him. Very quiet. Um, I didn't really talk. Um, I was more of an uh, of an observer. Right. And then, um, of course, I started. I started my work with Baby um, because he was actually one of the first men I met that he he shared a vision that I had had for many years. And so um, when I met him, and I heard uh, I heard the passion that he had for um, bringing back um, like a memory that obviously many of our people have forgotten. Um, and uh, so, he's, you know, he was talking about um, what our, what the correct food was that we were supposed to be eating. Um, and then he was talking about um, how our actual, actually how our food was our medicine and our medicine was our food at one time. And we had to get back to that knowingness. And then he was talking about the fact that we needed a place like a, this is a place where we could create, where our people could come and they could get back their memory. Because <laughs> he said the information is in there, but they're so preoccupied with a programming that somebody has created that's like operating in them. And so they've forgotten much of who they are, where they came from, and what they where, what they should be doing. So when he said that, 
I knew he was the person because I I had been um I had that same that same thought about um about about my people. So um but the thing about it was I was still I was still very quiet. <clears throat> and Sabi is a very uh, talkative person. I mean, he talks from sun up to sundown. <laughs> he, you know, that's that's just um, how he is. He he reminds me of a mo- a modern day Esau. Uh, so um, after after working with him and and doing my herbal apprenticeship with him, and then um, you know um, traveling with him, and then you know creating a whole uh, lecture series in the um, in the eighties uh, for him um, and for the development of the Usha Herbal Research Institute. Um, yeah, I started meeting a lot of people at the lectures, and people would say, "People would say, oh, when are you going to lecture?" And I would like, "Oh, I don't think you know that's not something that I could do." And basically, the reason why I wasn't open to doing it is because. I was so full of the stories that Sabi was telling, um, and so I didn't feel like it was. I didn't feel like it made sense for me to like get up and parrot what he was saying because he he says it so well. And I said to myself, I said, you know, until the day comes where I have as many life stories, narratives to share with the people uh, as. Baby does, then I'm just gonna sit back and listen, and and just do the work that's required to promote, you know, somebody like Savy. You, you see what I'm saying? Because I mean, Savy's 84 and I'm 60, 24 years my senior. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's like, how am I gonna catch up with that? You, you know what I'm saying? Now, and, and we have to remember. We know Sabi as the herbalist, a botanist, a biochemist, but Sabi started out, I think, at the, the age of about 16 years old. I think his his first journey off of out of out of Honduras was on the ship as a merchant marine. So he was he was a merchant marine at one time. Then he was a steam engineer unlimited. You see, um, I know he was a Mason. He used to be a minister for the Nation of Islam when he was in New Orleans. So Sabi has been many things throughout his eighty-four throughout his eighty-four years. He's been many things. So for for me to uh, feel like when I met him in the eighties and he was doing all of the presentations lecturing i mean you know i mean it's just just impossible i mean i'm i'm i basically was a young lady who grew up in the city of new york born and raised there and um had a little time where i grew up with my nana from age 2 to 7 and a half in virginia in in the country so is this no way that i could gather the wealth of experience life experience you know with with people um where he had he had traveled the world he'd been to africa russia you know all of central and south america he speaks english he speaks spanish he speaks portuguese 
You know what I'm saying? So I just I just gave that background to say that um, it's been since 1981, it's 2016. I've had um, I've done some worldly travel, and um, I've done it along with him. He provided me that opportunity. And I've met thousands of people over the years as a result of he and I collaborating to do the work we've done. And so um, now I've got I've got stories to tell, stories from my own experience. That's why um, you know we we have the lecture happening tomorrow, and um, I'd like to see the Miami community. You know, um, I'd be honored to have the. Miami community show up um, because I know it's going to be a rewarding experience for myself and for all of you and, you know, for the Miami community. So look forward to seeing everyone tomorrow. Um, I think that, Paul, you can give them all the details of the location and the time and all of that. Yes, indeed. Let me put that on the record. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be at the um, the Colsey Center. Mm-hmm. 6161 Northwest 9th Avenue. Mm-hmm. Okay. Miami, Florida, 33-127. I was told this mm-hmm. is the oldest fasting community center in the country. It was founded by Harry Belafonte. It's mm. historic. It's in uh, Liberty City. Um, and you know, isn't that interesting, Paul? Harry Belafonte. Harry, Harry Belafonte was a friend of your grandfather's. They both they both sang calypso together. Yeah, yeah they so both started out in the- here in, in the United. <laughs> That's so interesting. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. He told me stories about the two of them. And, you you know, because, you, you, know, you know, he was a Calypso singer, so he tells me stories about Harry Belafonte, and he also told me stories about uh, Minister Louis Farrakhan. Right, who was a student. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yes, share, yes, share that yeah. story with the family, Mom, if you don't mind. The Farrakhan grandpa. Oh, he he was uh yeah, he he was uh he my my grand my father was a mentor to Farrakhan because um they have that they have that history from the Caribbean and I think Farrakhan from what he explained was classically trained um to play violin. the violin. Yeah, yes. yeah. So so he he liked Calypso. So he he my father so grandpa would teach him the ukulele, how to play the ukulele because that's what grandpa played as a he because he was a calypso artist back in the um, the fifties and sixties you know, and so um, well let, he let all, him know his calypso name in case the family's into you know collecting or listening to well calypso I, well songs. I know they called him Boney. Yeah, but I found his name. They call on the him Prince. Boney, but there, but there was another name too. It's not coming up right now. Prince. He was the Prince. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, listen, that's interesting because I have a, I have a, I have a zero, I have a copy right here of him when he was at the Apollo. Our cousin Adam Mola gave it to me, 
it was the Calypso Festival at the Apollo Theater. Yeah, I mean, wait a minute. They should say right here what they call them. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, hold on. Anyway, mm-hmm. yeah, so anyway, he had that relationship with Farrakhan, but he also introduced Farrakhan to his wife because they were yes. friends. Farrakhan's wife and grandpa were friends, and then he said, he said he he told Farrakhan he had the sister that he'd know that he would really appreciate, and uh, they married, and the rest is history. Yeah. yeah. So it's a small world, you know. Family. Yeah. Oh yeah. So they just had him on the bill as as Lloyd Thomas. Okay. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't have a. They didn't have a. They didn't have a calypso name. They just had. They just had. All right, hold calypso on. Festival. Family. Mm-hmm. Three four seven six three seven two one three five. You got a minute left. Three four seven six three seven two one three five. Three four seven six three seven two one three five. Call in to join us. All right. We yeah. are gonna then a little bit further, and then we're gonna you know close yeah, the, the show. Yeah, the mighty Lloyd Thomas. Yeah, the mighty Lloyd Thomas. Mighty Lloyd Thomas, yeah. Mighty Lloyd Thomas. <laughs> yeah. Mom, yeah. it's going to be 80 degrees out here tomorrow. Family, okay. I'm on the strip right yeah. now. It's kind of wow. lit. You might hear I got some wow. soundtrack music behind me because it's a movie. Oh, but, um, that's so cool. You know, it's just beautiful yeah. being in this tropical paradise-like weather. You know, you're the home. atmosphere. You're yeah, home. I'm home. You know how I get in Miami, <laughs> Mom. Ooh, you know, you know what Miami does for us over the years. I know, yeah, yeah. I know, yeah. I know. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful. It terraforms but, uh, my, my my body. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. it's just it's just your DNA letting you know, hey Paul, you're doing the right thing, Paul. You're in the right place. Oh no, that's mm-hmm. good. But I'll be down there in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, so um was it was there anything else you wanted to ask me or talk about? Um We pretty much good in regards to uh you know, everything that we needed to know for the evening. Mm-hmm. Um you know, this is our sixth anniversary show and we celebrate Oh yeah, so I wanna Yeah, I wanna congratulate I wanna con- congratulate you and your brothers. And um, not only you and your brothers, but I also want to uh, give my appreciation and gratitude to all the individuals that um, have been have been have been on your program and who have taken the time, you know, to call in and to share information and answer questions and provide services and products, you know, to your listening mm-hmm. audience um, over the last six years. They are legends. Yeah, um, you want to thank they, them because it, be, it would be pretty boring, you know, without all of those individuals. Yes, yes. They have made you know? it what it is. Um, yeah. And we, I mean, we, I, didn't, I didn't mean to say, uh, I didn't mean to say that you and Red Pill no, are no, boring, no. but I mean, you know. I know. Hey. I don't. I don't want to hear myself every day talk. You know what I'm saying? So we're the pillars. Yeah, you know, we, we, we bring people in. Yeah. And, 
Exactly. And and, and we uh we magnify that principle, so that's yeah. what we've done effectively for six years. Yeah, it's I'm very very yes. grateful. Very grateful. Uh Bill what is it? Uh Dick Gregory, Sabi, Valentine, Queen of Fua, Ma uh, Dr. Blair, Sophia Stewart. I mean, oh, it's great. Oh, yeah, we got, we got it all done. Oh, my God. We got it done. You know what I'm saying? These are the oh people goodness, that we yeah. grew up uh, listening to and hearing about and admiring their work. Bob Law. Bob Did Law. Did you have Bob yeah. Law on before? Yeah, Bob Law. I had him on twice. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, these are legends. I got my. I got. Yeah, I have my pocket. These are legends. You know. Legends. So um. Yeah. It's it's been definitely an honor and a opportunity, well deserved, well earned, and well utilized. You know. Mm-hmm. Amir, brother Amir, sister Dorothy. You know, we mm-hmm. brought so many people out of the saddle. Mm-hmm. I've never been heard. They don't have a platform, mm-hmm. but I have a lot to say and a lot to contribute. Our brother mm-hmm. Brian right here, profound. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Real, real and I remember, yeah, and I remember when we started, we didn't have, you know, we had a we had an idea, and we knew how vast and how wealthy our network was because mm. the majority of the guests, were personal contacts. They, they were their mm-hmm. personal associates and friends and peers. Mm-hmm. But as it began mm-hmm. to expand, and by being the pillars, you know, we were opened up to new uh, worlds where brothers and sisters mm-hmm. existed that brought more to the table than we could have ever mm-hmm. imagined. That would mm-hmm. have to be the highlight of the whole six years was the discovery mm-hmm. of these new lights, these new um, mm-hmm. and 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 the sparking of new lights. Mm-hmm. Like now we're being mm-hmm. interviewed on shows the same way mm-hmm. that we're interviewing, you know, mm-hmm. our master teachers mm-hmm. and the people that we yes. looked up to. And you know, I just feel now that a, a, a level of well, <laughs> there's been a level of humility, and, it, and we have to be yeah. humble in order to even have this show. Because yeah. we could have ran, you know, we could have ran away in the beginning and just been a red and a blue show. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, the world would have been exposed to, you know, what we had to offer and our circle mm-hmm. and things of that nature. But never the plethora, never the myriad, mm-hmm. never the, the, the mm-hmm. pantheon of mm-hmm. brothers and sisters from every single walks of life of multiple oh God, schools yeah. of knowledge and thought and wealth. Mm-hmm. So it's just showing that our personal network, and like I said, family, these are friends of the family, and these are family members, mm-hmm. and these, and, and my mother's right here. She can attest. Some people slept on the mm-hmm. couch. Mm-hmm. Minister you know. Inky, how about him? Look at him! <laughs> <gasps> oh my God! Exactly. When you told me that story about, I mean, because he's about the only one that ever acknowledged that old Mama Pill. I used to come to your house waiting for Philip to get dressed and get ready, and I was listening to you and just watching you and checking you out, and that inspired me. And I'm like, really? I don't even remember. And look at him now. Look at him now. My God, I'm telling you, that's that. I'm telling you, you know, you just have those moments where you have an experience and it really touch your heart. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Minister, 
Minister Inky, I could say, in 2015, I'm telling you, he was the man that touched my heart in a way that it hadn't been touched in a long time because he told me the truth about about a relationship we had that I wasn't aware. I mean, I just wasn't aware. You know, he would come and ask questions. Oh, you know, he would come and ask questions, and and so, yeah. So I would just answer him, but I didn't know what I didn't know. I I didn't know the I didn't know the impact it was having. I didn't know. Right. You know, that's why. That's, that's, that's why. That's why it's so important that when when young people come and you're an elder. It's so important to like share with them, and when they ask questions, to have have make the time because you don't know you don't know what you could be helping to um, birth in a person. Or, you don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a real special moment for me with Minnesinki. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yes, guys. So, um, so how appreciate long, how you. much long? Yeah, how much long is the show on the program? Uh, I'm about to, uh, you know, close up shop. I got to get on the plane in a few hours. Oh, you're so, you're still in New York? I'm in New York. Yeah, I, I get there oh, in the morning. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Well, uh, red pill, blue pill. Your uh, your brother, uh, KTR's degree. Um, <laughs> Your your mother loves you. Uh, I always have. Um, I'm glad I listened to the elders who told me to breastfeed you guys. They said uh, it'll make you smart. Oh yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> the advocates. Yeah. They don't don't give them the don't give them the inf- well, Let me not name no names, but don't give them the baby formula. Uh, breastfeed them. I know it may change your body up, but that's the way to do it. Trust me, you won't you won't regret it. Give thanks to the elders. Well, I guess it paid off, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, out and uh, if 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 you can make that sacrifice of your twins with twins, you know maybe that will inspire some of these young ladies out here. Oh yeah, to, uh, yeah, uh-huh. that's right. Because now, yeah, because if a woman has two babies and 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 she could breastfeed two babies successfully. Definitely, when you have one, which is what the majority of the women have, is this one. You know, good and well, you could breastfeed one child. I mean, come on now. I, you know, I, I never want to hear nothing when 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 somebody only has one child and they and they haven't they they don't know what to. Oh, I can't. And uh, I don't even want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Don't I'm serious. Hear it. I don't. <laughs> no, no. Anyway. Yeah. Thank you. This this celebration is always as much of a celebration of, of yours as it is ours. Yeah. So we want to thank old Pop. Possible. We want to thank old. You want to thank that Pop of yours in uh, in the Bronx, yeah, so old Wayne Moreland. Got to give I do Wayne all the Moreland time. the thun because it was he. You guys were all. Was, I'm telling you, you guys were his idea. Right. Yeah. I want a son. I want a son. And then you got two. 
You got to thank your dad. Trust me. You got to thank him. I, I, I try to. Powerful uh, man. I tend to all the time. Yeah, you gotta, yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta thank him. He's just another one of those powerful brothers. Very brilliant, genius. Yeah, he's a legend. Yep. Yeah, he's another one of those geniuses. You know, those geniuses have their little ways about them. But that's why we stay close. You know, that's why I bring yes. Amir to him. Make sure that Amir oh, is continuously. You know, he yeah. sees. Figures of real and men. Just, he has and his uncle. They uncles, just love each other. Oh, they just grandfather. Love each other. Yeah, and that's the oh, idea. It's so you know. sweet. It's so sweet. He just loves them. Yep. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. And and well, that, you that's, see that's it. all part of it, guys. That's all part of yeah. it. The love is all part of it. You hear me? And, I mean, uh, I that's yeah. what it all strips down to, family. I mean, yep. We have six hundred shows. Yep. We went on a lot of deep topics and jumped off of the the deepest end of the ocean, but it ultimately yeah. comes boils down to the mundane, which is you and your progeny. You know, mm-hmm. it, it boils down mm-hmm. to that, you know what I'm saying? And it boils down to the family. You know, people talk about the the Bible doesn't have any angels, no feminine, no female angels in the Bible. The female mm-hmm. angels from the Bible are in your living room. That's your mama, your grandmother, your auntie, mm-hmm. and your sister, and your wife, and your daughters. In the, mm-hmm. they, they came mm-hmm. to flesh. They came out of the book. Mm-hmm. Into, those are the angels in the real life. Mm-hmm. You know, because when people get jammed up, it's usually those females, the 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 matrial, uh, the matriarch figure who comes, yeah. the nurturer. Yeah. They're the ones who oh, come to nurture you with you. your womb. Rem- Remind you of who you are. We you you just you just had a little a little uh, thing that happened recently, and I talked to you on the phone. I, what did I say? I said, Philip. I no. First, I said you're a good man, Philip. You're a good man. And it changed. And, what, and it changed everything. The next day, they, I walked out of there. <laughs> you know, but the reflection. No more said. You know, nothing else to be said. The reflection, though. That uh, the introspection, for that matter, that this retrograde provides in that situation, you know what I mean? I got to sit down and I was able to look inside, you know, and I realized the level of pain that, you know, I put you through, you know what I'm saying? And I put my father through, you know, coming up in our teenage years, coming up in our adult years, because I was able to go through the cycle. I was like, yo, when I was 30 years old, a similar situation occurred to me. Wait a minute. When I was 20 years old, a similar situation was occurring. So there's a cycle taking place. I'm 40, and the cycle is revis- is revisiting me. So, you know, but I was like, the, the, things that, the things that our, that our people have to endure while we learn our lessons in life, because mm-hmm. we go through these initiations and these rites of passage as young men that are at war in a, in a society, a westernized society that's Romanistic in its core and they've decided that, you know, that, that we are um, genetically, you know, a threat to them. So as mm-hmm. a result of that and many other factors, such as Inquisition, post-traumatic and everything, mm-hmm. it, there's been some rough upbringing. And, you know, yeah. a parent, as a parent now, I see the challenges mm-hmm. or rather I see the lessons the parents have to endure. Mm-hmm. So I'm able to, now I have a point of reference that I didn't have before. Mm -hmm. 
So for mm-hmm. all of the, you know, we put you through some dark days back in our in our younger days, our younger years, mm-hmm. and we've all persevered and it made us stronger, you know. But I definitely want to apologize for the pain that has been that was caused as a result of those things. Yeah. You well, know, forgiveness and um, is, forgiveness that, is good. Forgiveness no is doubt. good. And 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 that's why we're here. You know, that's why we're here doing this work because remember, mm-hmm. we were the seven-year-olds and the eight-year-olds that Samir's age at Sadie's bare feet, like literally at his feet, because when he lectured, his shoes would come off, ashy yeah. feet, yeah. you know. And um, we have visions of doing what we're doing now, returning that favor, because, the you know, the right. gifts were being bestowed upon us. That They was raining manna. He was mm-hmm. able to, he was able, at eight years old, imagine hearing the theory the safety drops mm-hmm. on people right now 30 years later because you know the information mm-hmm. didn't change, family. It got 2.0 mm-hmm. and 3.0, but it was basically, you know, he drives mm-hmm. that point home. He's been doing mm-hmm. that since, uh, St. Croix in the 80s. Yeah. So, That's true. you know, with, by, by being here as red and the blue, you know, doing lectures now, you know, while we used to sit at lectures when we were babies, mm-hmm. it's just it's, it's the complete full circle. circle. Yeah, it's a full mm-hmm. circle. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. maybe there's an eight year old now that's watching a YouTube video tonight, you know, listening to KTB Cole, Star Wars. Oh no! You know, listen. I I had a family call me and they said she said her little granddaughter's like three or four years old <laughs> and she'll she'll she she so she watches us on the on the YouTube. So when 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 people visit or you know relatives and fans, she said, "Oh, look, look at Mama Pill. Sit down and listen to Mama Pill and Blue Pill and the Red Pill. Oh yeah, some little girl, three four years old. <laughs> remember that? Remember the comedic? Hold on, remember the comedic war conference when they were interviewing us and the young uh-huh. and the, the young the young star seed. I think he might have he he might have been like nine or ten. He was mm-hmm. like, come and touch Mama Pill. Come and. <laughs> oh, yes, 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 yes. Oh, my goodness. I tell you, it's the sweetest thing. It really is. It really is. You know what I'm saying? Shoot. You know, it's like it's like when we, when, when some kids were growing up, they were doing that, you know, by watching Superman. You know what I'm saying? On TV, that was Wonder Woman. Hey, Wonder yeah. Woman. Yeah, we had lead, ma- we had lead majors. Right, you know, right, right. So now, now you got now they're able to watch YouTube and see somebody like me, you know, and Francis Cress Wilson and those kinds of sisters, those kind of images, and and so they have their new heroes, you know, that look like look like them. How do you right. feel, yeah. Ma, when you go to these lectures? And you see the audience is the age of your son, your grandchildren, and other people. And the cycle that you saw in the 80s, because when we were, well, you know. Well, you know, the last, <laughs> the last lecture at the National Black Theater, um, like I said, I, had, I hadn't been out lecturing for a long time. I had pretty much just been doing everything behind the scenes. And earlier this, no, earlier last year, your your brother and and Minister Inky asked me to do, you know, to, to consider, you know, like joining them at a, in the lecture series, just so the the feminine woman uh, perspective could be could balance out what mm-hmm. they were doing as 
as like presenters at lectures. So I said, okay, you know, I said, okay, I'll do it. And then uh, what was that about? That was about three weeks ago. I came up to New York City for the Comedic Conference. And I really don't, I'm not, it's still, I'm, I'm still not grasping. Um, I did, and I came up there to do Sonata TV because you kept, you and your brother Paul kept saying, oh, you got to do Sonata TV. Oh, you got to do Sonata TV. So I finally did that. And so I came up to, to the committee conference and I, I wasn't expecting what happened, but I'm telling you, I, I couldn't believe how many people saw something that that I had done, and, you know, via YouTube, um, uh, Facebook. I mean, I, I just was shocked. I got so overwhelmed because <laughs> it was like older people, it was little young people. I mean, just the entire spectrum of ages, you see. And and so I think you had, I mean, I just was, my heart, my heart was just full. And then you, you had, you, this is, this is reptile. You had asked me to come up to say something. And so I looked, I was up on that stage and I was out, I just looked at all the people and I just started crying. I mean, you know, the emotions is, I couldn't hold it. It, it just, I was like, oh my goodness, am I crying? <laughs> I just couldn't believe it. I mean, I just was so touched. I, I couldn't believe, I, I was not expecting that. Cause you know, I didn't know you were going to ask me to come up there. Yeah, I wanted right. to salute you because yeah, there's, I didn't, a, I didn't there's know. a euphoric feeling, family, okay. and I, I'm 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 really saying I'm throwing it out there because you need to try this out, family. You know, there's a dopamine that gets released when you're standing on the stage teaching the truth, and your mama's in the oh audience. Oh there's Lord. no feeling like that. Well, you 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 must have you must have hit me with it when I got up there because you know energy's real and you can and you can get it you can get it through osmosis. I mean, because I don't know what what I've never gotten on the stage and cried before. I was like, what? I couldn't even control it. It just happened. I was like, oh my goodness. And then the I fact got that the, I, the fact that I got threatened with not being there, like I almost yeah. you know was not gonna be at it. that right yeah right. And the fact that I yeah. was there. I just was yeah. like, yo, mom, I just need you to know that, you know, I'm I'm I'm, I'm giving this all to you. Like, I'm, Listen, you know. what, and then what really got me is when I got off the stage, I calmed down, and then, and then, and then Sonetta got up there and said, yeah, family, this is streaming all over the world. I said, wait a minute, what? Streaming? So then I asked him, I said, uh, Brother Sonetta. You mean to tell me that when I was up there crying, it was streaming? He said, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. That was real good, Mama Pill. That was real good. <laughs> Wait a minute. I was like, wow. Yeah. So I haven't gotten this. I haven't gotten to see that uh, footage. They'll get it to you. Yeah. Is it out already? Uh, yeah, I believe oh, no. so. It is. Oh, okay. All right. I don't know if that part of it. I didn't look at it, but I'm sure that uh, Red will find out. Yeah, I don't know if that part oh, is, it made the final cut. 
Yeah, I bet you Sonetta left that right in there because he looked like he really was. He really liked that part of it. I was like, "What is wrong with him?" Yeah, that might have been a that might have been a private uh, affair. I don't think that made the final cut. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, I would like. I hope he. I hope he has the original because I would like to just see it because it just happens. So you know how things in the in the in the real time happen so fast. You you know you don't you just be like wow did that just I happen? I think we might be doing something. Yeah. I think we might be seeing him in Atlanta on Monday or Sunday or one of those days. Yeah, I'm gonna ask but him yeah. if I could see the original footage of that. Mm-hmm. Anyway. All right. Well, okay. I gotta. Well, yeah. I, we got one mm-hmm. caller in the queue. I want to take this caller, and then I'm going to mm-hmm. call it yeah. evening. Still doing some things here. Yeah. All right. Okay. I'll see you in the morning. All right. All right. Love you. All right. We have a caller from the 305. 305 316 caller. Peace. Hey, can your brothers hear me? Loud and clear. Hey, sir. Oh, man. Oh. There's so much that I could say, but, you know, yeah, I know this is the end of the uh, show. And um, one question, um, is one of y'all brothers down here right now? Yeah, Red is down here. Yeah, sir. You down here, Red? I'm out here. Um, I'm I'm standing here on um, Lincoln and Collins, and bruh, if um, if I can link up with you right now, man. Oh yeah, I'm gonna come through. Lincoln I'm and over. Collins. Ooh, you That's love right. man. Yeah. Lincoln That's right. and Collins. I'm jealous. I look so. I look yeah, so jealous. jealous. I'm jealous. Mama Pill, I look yeah, so man. jealous. I told you we got that. We got that strip on fire, too, man. Lincoln and I'm Collins. Do you know where that is? That's the place to be. Oh my goodness. Mama Pill, I look so forward to seeing you tomorrow. Woo! Yeah. But Ma, remember, we used to live we used to live walking distance to Lincoln. You could listen, walk right there where do you and do think your when I go to listen, when I go to Miami, where do you think I stay? I stay right there on fifteenth street. What are you talking about? Uh huh. It's all that it's yeah. all the energy is, huh? Oh my it's god, it's so fabulous over there. Matter of fact, are you over there with the Hebrew Israelites? No, brother. Okay. I'm standing here. I I'm told standing him that earlier. <laughs> oh, for real? No, no I'm not here now. Yeah, I'm, I'm right here in front of all uh, uh, Walgreens. Man. All right, I'm headed your way right now. Wow. I'm, I'm okay. literally about three blocks away. Whoa, okay, man! I lived in I lived in Walgreens. I'd be in there four times a day trying to get some Fiji water because it was so hot. Oh my God! Oh Lord! Right now, oh man, that's so fantastic. Yeah. All right, all right, guys. I'm gonna I'm gonna say good morning. Good morning. All right. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. Yeah. So I'm gonna let you close it out, my brother. Um, if if I may say also, tonight was was so powerful, was a real powerful show, as always. And like I said, there's so much I can say right now, but 
thank you. That, that's all I can say right now is thank you and uh yeah. Thank you in so many ways. Thank you. See you in the queue, bro. Yeah, we're gonna sure. go I'm turn right up, here. man. All right, right we're gonna go turn up. Let's go. I'm on my way. That's the stuff. That's the stuff. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. bro. See you tomorrow, brother. Peace. All right, brother. Blue. Yeah. Okay. Can you end? Can you end with the Scorpion King? All right. Can I, can brother I get a question? Brother I Brian, you. I want to say thank you for your um for all that information tonight. I had my phone on mute, but you definitely uh, caught a body. <laughs> want to let you know that. You know, yeah. zip them up. Yeah. So thank Appreciate you for your demonstration, the prophet, the nation, everyone is properly pleased, you know. Thank you, Blue Pill, for once again, you know, putting that magic together and uh, making another historic one, you know. And thank you to the family for showing up and doing what y'all have been doing over all of these years. Just stay tuned and prepare yourselves and, you know, keep your eyes and your ears open for that that uh that 2.0, you know, all of the things that Kate Taylor is going to be bringing to the family, the upgrade, you know, the streaming service, the KTL University, the online university, that mixtape that's about to change the whole game, uh, the documentary, the webisode, I could go on for days, the merch, you know, yes, and also so the lectures that are going to, yeah. Yes, sir. You know, uh, mypowerpieces.com, kingscounty.bigcartel.com, pbornfierce at gmail. That's the PayPal family. All right, let's help keep these lights on over here. And, um, you know, Brian, I'll let you definitely get your final word in. Oh, man. Um, I just got to give um thank you, boys. Um, for you brothers I mean I think y'all are like uh, I don't know We gotta go back through history I don't, I don't think it's I really don't think it's an example for y'all hmm. You know I think I was thinking as your mom was speaking How this is really As your mom So Gracefully um, elaborated Off top all these people that have graced This um, platform It's like the tradition has been that, that oral tradition has not been broken on the strength of KTL. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I know there's a lot of other, you know, enough, you know, there's other platforms. This one is a part of, as the brother was talking about earlier, the call of this part of my fractal. You know what I mean? Like, y'all are on my fractal. Everybody that cross each other's um, paths are fract- is fractal. I got a great deal of respect that this actually is y'all's, you all's anniversary day. You know what I mean? I love the prophet and for y'all to, and I mean, you know, you and your brother and everyone else that's affiliated with it, I never know who all is contributing to something, but I'll just, you know, point you guys out because y'all are on the front line. You know, um, y'all kept the tradition going. And, you know, y'all actually chose, y'all actually selected this day, or this day was a selection of, you know, your composite selected this day. To start your to to start KTL six years ago, we you we know. knew that um, in in the shadow of the prophet we couldn't go wrong. 
But it's, yeah, you know, I mean, it's pretty hopeful. I mean, even this day, though, you, what you don't know is this day is actually is the most is the most mystical line in the I Ching. Mm. Like there are 384 lines in the I Ching. In other words, if you take 384 and you divide it by six, you'll get 64. Mm. 64 is the number of codons in the human genome code, the number of hexagrams in the I Ching. So this day, because what we have, again, and go back to the science, you know, astrologically, this sun earth is not only or circumambulating through, you know, the, the zodiac, it is also moving through the hexagrams. So on this day, the sun is on the most mystical line of the Ravi Ching. Enlightenment and darkenment. Enlightenment and then darkenment. Because you got we live in a duality. We live in a duality. This is something that we always have to keep in mind. That what we don't see is just as important as what we do see. Mm. This Facts. is what the prophet Facts. This is what the prophet is putting up with the five on the left and the two on the right. That we live in this duality. We have to use all of our senses, all of us all of us that can. Because this is a plane of projection, which you might call a hologram. That's what the two and the five is. Essentially, is a hologram. It's a, it's a projective field. Thoughts become deeds. You know, this whole thing about mentation and thinking. These are laws. And that's the thing. I self law and math. This is that our prophet taught us when we greet each other. We say Islam. Islam means I self law law or Lord and Master. Um, you know, and that's peace to see Freeman now. Um, yes, legend. I self law Lord. Am master. Okay. And this is if we go around, in other words, each each um in other words, there's degree, minute, second. So just that's why we got seconds, minutes, and hours. Mm-hmm. This is all come back to degrees, minutes, seconds. This goes back all the way down to so you see this trinity. What we in the circle seven refer to as the triuna law. The triuna law stood for seven spirits, what people call Elohim, that created everything that is, was, and will forever will be in their boundless power. So, y'all decided, unbeknownst to you, not on a conscious level, to off your venture on this day. This happens to be the day associated with the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning, you know, the causes, causing the rootless root. This day is uh, situated in Capricorn uh, in a gate called the Marian Maiden. This particular codon deals with the memory, as your mom spoke about. You see, we can actually we can actually remember tomorrow or to just be ourselves. We didn't forget yeah. our, our past. Again, we live in duality. We forgot our past as well as our future. Damn. 
what we experience is ourselves just by the mercy of Allah. Because you think about it. Take your guidance. We ain't gonna come, man. I got man. Listen, we gonna set the set the date and time and get it right. And we gonna bless the family. We don't. We gonna vet. You know how we can vet too. We don't even gotta have a conversation with people. We gonna vet out. We we gonna weed out. Like you know, we gonna we gonna bless the family, man. This gonna be a great year, man. Like this could be a really great year. This platform, yeah. Anytime, man. Anytime you call me, I'm like Batman. All you got to do is throw the symbol up, man. I'll come out the cave. You feel me? I already know. I appreciate you for that. What you did this evening on this program, what you've done every time you've touched the stage on this program, and what you're doing in general, you know what I'm saying, in this world, in this ionosphere, charging these ions and, you know, making it possible for us to see a very bright future. So I appreciate I appreciate uh, you including me in this company of you know prolific thinkers and prolific minds who was able to basically work with what they what they had. So that's all we ended up doing. That's why I can't come down. I will never come down on our people like that because we just don't know. So all I can say is we we do have a law in us to where we know when we're being true to ourselves or not. This we gotta. Nobody can do that for no one. Like everyone has to go in the heart. Like everybody gotta go inside. You know what I'm saying? Everybody gotta go inside. You know, that's what we gotta do. We everybody gotta go to the heart. But that's how I got off off that nonsense, man. I had to I had to reach down inside and I said to myself, you know what? There's something unique about me. through that uniqueness, I can live. I can live through that uniqueness. I just have to tap in. I got to let something go in order to hold on to what's within. Nobody was able to, before I knew any, you know, before I was able to come to certain things, I had to make that decision. I had, And I prayed, man. That's how, that's how I got. You know, I asked the law because that's what we teach in the Circle 7. We teach that man go, man don't need any intercessor. He don't need any priest to intercede. He goes straight up to a law and put his hand in the law's own hand, all is well. And what happened to me, brother, I had to, I, I literally said, law, I was in a liquor store. This was, I got to say this, because there's brothers out there that don't understand, like, they think weakness, they don't understand the difference between weakness and strength. I, I, was in, I was in, you know, a different type of environment. I had workers, you know, distributing illicit things, and I was in that environment hustling, and I was in that environment. And the more money I made, the broker I felt, the more I impoverished I felt. Every time I made money, every $100 I made, I felt like I would get poor and poor because I was eating my heart away every time I engaged in that activity. Now, I understand people say, oh, this is what I got, I got to do to survive, but you don't. But this is my thing. What I did was I said, God, I said, Allah, you strong enough through me to help me get out of this situation, I said, you know, I'm asking you not to crush me under your foot, not to wipe me to the side, not to, I don't want to lay in a pool of blood again. I don't want to be scuffed up and scarred up and beat up or just left for dead. I don't want any of that. 
I said, I just want out of this situation. I want to be, um, you know, into what I'm supposed to be into and being myself and lead and, 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 and I want to I want to be myself. Like I need this. I want to be who I am, and this is not it. And I prayed, man. That was a, and that's something happened that night. I ain't gonna get into the details, but that was my last night in that environment. Period. All I had to do was just walk up and ask. And everybody can do this. I think anybody, no matter where they are, I think they can make a decision to be like, yep, I want to move in the right direction. And they can. You know what I'm saying? That's not something that a Caucasian can do. Nobody can do that for you. Not mommy, not daddy, not your oppressor. It's something that you got to do. And I think it's always been that way throughout time. I don't think there was ever a time that man was not able to say to himself, you know, I don't think it was ever anything really in the way. I don't. Because everything I ever prayed for, I got. Everything. I never had one of my prayers not answered. I don't know what it's like to experience going up to my my maker who made me and going in a one-on-one conversation and coming out and experiencing everything that I asked for in that prayer. I never experienced, I don't know what that's like. And I feel like something is telling me, my intuition, my hunch, that anybody can. Because when I hear stories of people that get out of certain situations and get in a better situation, they always did the same thing. They tuned in. You know what I mean? This can't, This year we need to monitor our speech and watch when we are giving power to someone other than our creator. We really need to do that. Like our, again, our original hue is not black. It's olive. Old lives, alive. You could take, a, you know, A E I O U are the same letters, the same letters. So that's why in any language, like any language, you'll see A E I O U is all used interchangeable. Olive is like saying alive. Mm-hmm. That's our original view. We are alive people, not a dead people. You know, so we got to change our diet. Everybody in 2016 need to be off the swine, off um, the um, artificial sugars, off the acid. No excuses. We got to get off the acid. And if brothers and sisters can't afford it, I will be the first to step up and help create avenues, and there are avenues for people to be able to afford these things. It's no excuse. We don't need the European. We don't need a loan. We don't need him in the seed. We don't need his assistance. We do not. How are we going to need the European? We were here first. How can we ever use How can we need him? He got his society. He got his own stuff to deal with. He got his own karma to deal with. Let's unmingle our, our destiny with his own. That's why the prophet said it's not to overthrow the laws of the said government, but to obey hereby. Because if you're living according to law, truth, peace, freedom, I ask this question, right? Who's one of these brothers and sisters that's been killed? Remember I told you, I said, I said, your fuel determines your direction. I said, a mm-hmm. carnival and a herbivore got two different directions in life. All right? As soon as you start to alternate your fuel, you begin to alternate your direction. This follows that. This is a law. This is a law. Right now, look at you. Look at so-called Adam and Eve. He ate the fruit. What his whole direction changed. The fall. Even though I don't, it's not. It's just that even in that, even in that allegory, it's still the law. This law I'm talking about is the same law of that. And we, it's just the same law all the way around. If Trayvon Martin wasn't on acid foods, will he be still alive? 
if Eric Garner was not on acid food, will he still be alive? Bless these brothers. But let's just talk about fuel-determining direction. What I'm saying is, yo, oppressor, if you want to deal with him, stop eating like stop eating what he created. Thank you. Yeah, give me, give me join that. Because, because well, it's just like the, it's just like the. You know, if you got that candy, Hold on, hold on. Yeah. Let me get peace. If if this man is so diabolical, as you say, yeah, yes, yes. if he's so horrendous on this planet, if you understand that he is fucking coming for you in all nine areas of activity, economics, education, entertainment, labor law, politics, religion, sex, and war, if you're telling me all of this, why the fuck would you trust him with your food source? I just I don't yes. get it. Yes. Yes, brother. Yes, brother. It's the most idiotic yes. thing. Yo, niggas is insane. I'm sorry. But there's no other word for it. This is the thing, right? The dude is in the beginning of school. I'm up early, 7 in the morning. Smacks the shit out of me. Turns me upside on my head. Takes all my lunch money. Kicks me, dumps me in the um in the trash can. 12 yeah. o'clock comes. I go in the lunchroom. He's behind the counter making food. I'm supposed to go to him and eat from him now? Right. Oh, huh? gosh. Yo, well, when I used to teach school, right, I used to bring my class to the lunchroom and just shake my head. Why? Because as soon as they come back, yo, it's comatose. What? They can't even, yo, the, the, yo, if you took a, like a, if you measured the sound level and then if you measured, like, even the thermal energy in it, the whole stuff was just upside down. Like it's deep like that, man. And you know, in the human genome code is a is a codon that specifically deals with the regulation of the food supply. And you carry this codon. And this thing is your brother. And this thing is the part that is able to say, like can, can basically can see how obedience is. Exacted through food first. You can't control the people without controlling their stomach. You know the brother Loewa said it when he said it in his book that Africans talk about revolution without controlling their stomachs. So you take that a step further. You look at it on a genetic level. You understand that it follows a certain genetic code, certain sequences, very basic. And one of the things is the gate of revolution itself deals with telling people don't eat this and don't eat that. So you can't even have a revolution without control over your own food supply. So if anybody's talking about revolution and ain't putting diet first, they are kidding themselves because it can't happen without control over your food stuff, your food your food source. It'll never happen. New Year's Eve, get your ass drunk as a skunk, you fool. Get you drunk. Drink, 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 drink. That's the that's the that's the part of that ritual. You know, the Eucharist, you know, get the blood in the body, you know, drink the blood, eat the body, and all this other carnivorous stuff. So you can go out there and eat the meat and drink the blood. Eat the meat, drink the blood. Right? You go to Eucharist and eat the meat, eat the drink the blood. Now you go back out in the world, eat the meat, drink the blood. You see what I'm saying? It's in the ritual. Because why? 
the same codon that deals with food regulation is the same codon that deals with ritual. It's all Damn. rolling together. But see, we so what the European is good at doing is putting himself in the line of projection. Again, if 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 there's a source of light and I stand in front of that source of light and I hide that source of light in such a way it appears that there's that I'm the source, you're gonna think I'm the source. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, all they do is know how to step in front of the light. Back. And redirect your attention. Back. That's it. They're they not, never lie. They don't, uh, they don't make it. Like, if you look at science, Neil deGrasse Tyson, who I hope, I don't even know if you had him on your show yet, but I, I can't wait to see him on there. Neil deGrasse Tyson said something that was so profound. He's so ignorant at the same time. Because you know me. You know me, Mo. I study the physicists and the physics and the physicists' parents. You know, I go all the way in. I, I, I'm looking. And what you heard Neil, Neil deGrasse Tyson in this lecture say, he said, he said, yo, he said, what he said, he said, he said, all of these, he said, what he say? Okay, he said, all of this, he said, 70% of the stars have Arabic names. Hmm. He said, he said, what happened to these people? You know, he's so ignorant, he don't know what he's talking about himself. You get what I'm saying? But he's, like, in this lecture at this European college, and he's, like, saying this in the audience. I'm, I'm looking like, yo, it's funny, like, just the irony of it. And he's, like, he's, like, we need to bring whatever. He said, and these people now are all caught up in these wars and fighting against each other. We need these same people that, 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 um, that um, named these stars and counted these stars. And, and he was, like, we need them to come back. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was like, yo, he's standing, he's right, standing there, there representing there. Yeah, right there. He's the one. That's what I'm saying. He he is the one. He's talking about. Need to come back. We, that's how warped we are. We so warped. Look at this. We so warped. Neil deGrasse said, "Oh, we're gonna cut off Pluto. It's not <laughs> the ninth planet. But if you look at his genome code, you'll see where his. You you'll see a number of things. But the point I'm making is." He look at it like he look at it like in other words, if we travelers, we're not gonna look at Mercury as the first plane. We're gonna look at Pluto as the first plane. Hmm. We navigators. See, people don't know how to count. So, right, with Star Wars, when they're embarking on new galaxies and they go through that warp and they come out that galaxy, they come out the uh which, you know, is a wormhole, the light speed, light travel. They come out, they jump out the wormhole. They would enter a galaxy from the furthest planet being the first that they encounter, and then they would move inward, correct? Yeah. <laughs> I suppose. I don't know, man. That's that's, a, that's, that's pretty profound right there. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm, you know, when you say something, when you, when you say anything, showing it to you, else. picking it up. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about the little implications of what you said, like, but that's how I always been like. Anytime somebody mentions something, let's see like how that could actually happen. You know what I mean? Is that actually possible? You know, when you when y'all when you said today was the day, I said, man, these brothers got to find out why today is the day. They got to know that they just, 
they got together and without even knowing certain things that I know or whatever, they knew to start off their situation this day. After you gave me the invitation, I was just sitting back thinking, like, these dudes be always on time and don't even know why. These dudes be yeah, on time. Raku, he, uh, he'll come on the program and he'll chart the stars while we're on the program, and he'll always call in and be like, you know that y'all whole show went according to the transits and emotions? Like, step by step on, on the minute, because you know he's calculating He's like, on the very minute and second that it transited, y'all did this. So, older left. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.